This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. And once again, as always, folks, a big shout out to our supporters on Patreon.com, The Daisy Podcast. Our $10 supporters, Scouse Peter Gaming and Dick Donovan, thank you so, so much, guys. Your support is really appreciated. And a massive shout out to our $25 supporter, Jake Snow. I don't know why you do it, mate, but we can't thank you enough for your support for The Daisy Podcast. All the best, folks, and enjoy the show. G'day folks and welcome to episode 50 of the Daisy Podcast. Mark's good to have you back, mate. Good to be here as always. And a special shout out to our guest tonight, the one, the only, my fellow Aussie survivalist, the dude Thor. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, not too bad, thanks, mate. How are you guys going? Pretty damn good, mate. Pretty damn good. Had a uh, busy week, so I wasn't online much, but uh, still managed to scratch together um, the usual talking points for the week and um, make it here for the podcast. So... Mate, we are going to focus on you to begin with. Mate, you have been grinding it fucking hard of late, mate. <laughs> you are up like early mornings, you're up late nights, you're, you're absolutely pumping out the hours, mate. Yeah, yeah. So uh, change, change your schedule around a little bit. So I'm awake at 4.30am and mm-hmm. uh, jumping on at about 5.30am and then uh, depending on how my day goes, whether I've got work or not, I'll uh, stream right the way through or I'll uh, bounce off and go do work <laughs> and what and do, do you mind saying what you do for a living yeah no that's all right mate uh, so i'm a youth worker in therapeutic residential care so i work with young people with trauma on uh, care and protection orders yep so basically those who are with uh social services um bad home lives yeah, yeah. and things like that jeez mate that's got to be fucking hard on you uh it, it can be yeah it could go from uh zero to a thousand very quickly or, or it could be a, a pretty chill day but um yeah, no, so any sort of background, you know, the kids come from and um, placed on uh, on care and protection and then, yeah, placed into uh, into one of our houses that we've got, so. It's one of those things, um, man, kids and animals, anyone who fucking does bad shit to their mate are just fucking shit cunts in my eyes and I, I can't imagine, you know, uh, a lot of people go on about um, soldiers and, you know, how much respect they deserve and the things they see, but a lot of people forget about frontline workers like yourself, you know, where you're dealing with um, kids who probably come from abusive backgrounds and had terrible and traumatic things happen to them. And I worked in unemployment services for a while, mate, and some of the stories I would get from people there, because, you know, we would ask them, you know, so what's your reason for not being able to work? And you just get these stories told to you and you just sit there and think, how do you fucking breathe, man? How do you find the motivation to get up and... And when it's happening to children, mate, that's that's got to fucking get your blood boiling at times. Yeah, yeah, it does, man. It's, it's sometimes hard not to go and grab the uh, the Batman suit out of the closet, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> a Batman suit? But, I um... thought it would be a Thor costume. <laughs> well, that's what I use a hammer for anyway, mate, you know? <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah. So, um, yeah, no, you're 100% right, mate. And, you know, one of the things that we, uh, we utilize in the industry or one of the things that, uh, you know, obviously we do a lot of training and things like that, and uh, one of the things that we, we actually have to look at is the brain scan of a five-year-old. 
And the two brain scans that they give you, one's from a, a five-year-old in an orphanage, and the other one is from a five-year-old uh, who's just in a normal, well, what you consider a normal, happy household. And uh, the <clears throat> brain of the orphanage child is half the size. Jeez. Now, this is half the size of a child who is in, you know, otherwise the orphanage has a roof, food, heating. They're just missing that, you know, parental good touch, love. bad touch, like parental love, safe environment, all that sort of stuff. So then if that child's brain's half the size, imagine what's happening to the children that are going through verbal, physical, sexual abuse, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, you know, and then that's basically, you know, we get them when they're sort of about 12 years old, generally speaking. There are other programs that have younger people, but uh, the one that I'm, I'm a part of, we generally operate in the 12 to 18 range. And, that's got to um, be hard, man, because they, uh, they're getting a lot of anger towards the world at that age and there's mm. a lot of distrust in that. You know, it, it's, it's, that's got to be fucking emotionally draining on you, mate. And then having to, you know, finish work and then come and perform basically, you know, dance monkey dance on stream for people. You know, there must be <laughs> days where you just sit there looking at the go live button going, I don't know whether I've got it in me today. You know, I'm still thinking about little Joey or little Jenny and... Yeah, well, you know, I, I never really have trouble doing that with stream. I got to be honest, man. I, I love what I do. I love being here. And uh, is, 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 uh, is it your I, I like never... emotional data dump at the end of the day? Forget about everything at work and just focus on performing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's somewhere I love to be, man. It's somewhere I love to be. You know, I love to see everybody coming in and having a good time. Um, yeah, there's you know it, the hard part for me, man, is hitting the uh, hitting the end stream button, not not the go live <laughs> button. So. That's the hard part for me, but, um, you know, man, I do have uh, three overnight shifts there in a row and each of those shifts are 16 hours. So, you know, I'll wow. get up early in the morning, man, start stream at 5.30 a.m., finish in the afternoon, go to work for 16 hours, come back again, do community weekend, back to work 16 hours, come back, community weekend, mm -hmm. 16 hours, and then uh, Monday off. <laughs> and that's that's not only the, the that's not the only good thing you do, mate. Because obviously that's a paid job and you're being remunerated for it. But you also do some charity work in your own time as well, don't you? Yeah, correct. So uh, I'm a, one of the co-founders of a local charity, man. Where we uh, we dress up as superheroes for kids in hospitals and got any pictures you can share mate, on we... um, on Discord? So yeah, we can show man. Folks. Yeah, bear with me. I'll um I'll shoot them through to you now, mate. And. Uh, yeah, we support other major charities, man, like Make-A-Wish Foundation and things like that. So I'll, uh, I'll shoot those pictures through to you now, dude. Just stick them in the artwork channel. In the artwork channel, can do. Uh, some of the pictures made are probably just going to be more me in costume per se due to privacy yep. issues. Yeah, that's fine. Um. That can definitely chuck them in there, mate. Artwork. All right, there's one, and I'll send you uh, one from the um, special children's Christmas party as well, which uh, is basically a, a big party at the end of the year where kids get to go and see Santa and see some superheroes and get yep. presents and all sorts of stuff, which is uh, a really awesome little gig. And it was really cool that uh, even with COVID, they were still able to make it happen. It was, it was a drive through. So uh, we were chatting to the kids through the windows of the car and stuff like that. But um, 
it was it was really cool that it was still able to go ahead because usually there's a big event and um like at the doan entertainment center or something in uh yeah not in hobart but just on the outskirts and uh you know there's jumping castles and entertainment singing dancing all sorts of stuff man and it's a really really cool positive experience it's really cool that you do something like that, isn't it, Mark? You know, just um, yeah. every, everyone should <clears throat> try to find some sort of way to give back um, to society around them. You know, um, I've done some work with, um, <laughs> I like that in my chat, oh, bully, oh, uh, not all heroes wear capes. Oh, shit, he does. <laughs> 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 um, but I've, I've done some charity work with um, a veterans charity that um, I feel very strongly about, Wounded Heroes. You know, they do frontline assistance and that. So it's, it's, it's good that you're doing something like that, mate. Um, you know, bring, bringing smiles to, like I said, man, anyone who's doing good shit for kids is a good person in my books, mate. So you get the big thumbs up and the toothy grin <laughs> from Voidy. My man, <laughs> I might have to send you the uh, the Twitter post, man. Just uh, I actually the, the other photo I was going to send you was on my corrupted SD card, which that's all right. Mate. We got to show people. I'm, I'm hoping I can actually. I, I even invested in that just to try and get my photos off of the SD card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so, as soon as it came up, saying corrupted files. I'm like, no, 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 no. I can't lose all these photos. <laughs> so, are there any charities that you days, um, that you really support that you get behind? uh myself yeah uh yeah man i mean um you know I'm, I'm a big firm believer and uh lover of you know camp quality man mm-hmm. um i grew up with camp quality and uh was a camp quality kid myself and uh you know i i think that they are just absolutely amazing mate um you know make a wish dude is uh so that photo i sent you man uh, there's actually a, a young fella in front of me. He's about five years old, dude, and he's, he's holding uh, Mjolnir, which is... Mjolnir is actually made of zinc alloy, um, so it's actually a, a real metal hammer. Yep. And um, that was actually us helping uh, grant a wish man to a, a little fella who uh, was going to have his wish to fly over to the mainland, but unfortunately, due to medical orders, um, had to change plans at the last second, but we were still able to get in and, and get him some level of wish, man. Cause uh, unfortunately about three weeks later, mate, he, he passed away. So oh, yeah, that was, that was one of the hardest, hardest hugs I've ever had, mate. When he, uh, when he hugged us goodbye, that was, that was not easy, that one. But um, we were able to give him a little backpack full of some gear and, and he had an awesome time where he went. So shit, even just the, the what I'm hovering on at the moment, I'm sharing my screen so you guys can look at it, but I see this is the sort of stuff you don't even think about, um, especially here in Australia. Like we haven't really been hit hard by. You're in Victoria, though, aren't you, Thor? Uh, I'm in Tassie. In Tassie, here at the moment. Okay. Yeah. So Melbourne got hit pretty hard. Um, Sydney a little bit as well, but you know Brisbane, where I am, um, other than the initial panic over COVID, it wasn't that big of a deal. But we still had a lot of the restrictions in place. And then you think about things like the camp quality camps and you know having kids with cancer and that it definitely would have been very risky for them to run these events with these kids. So all these kids are missing out on, um, you know, make a wish and camp quality events and stuff like that. So that, yeah, that, that, that's actually a good thing to see. So, um, yeah, there's, there's, yeah. So we, we weren't able to go into hospitals for quite a while. Uh, we've only just sort of started to be allowed back in again. Um, 
but even now, like we're not allowed superheroes with gloves and things like that. You're not allowed to wear gloves. Um, I'm not allowed to like carry Mjolnir or um, Stormbreaker around. So I'm not allowed to have. Uh, Get what? Why? Uh, just because it can't, well, I mean, it, it, you know, I could probably coat it in uh, alcohol and all that if we wanted to, but you don't know what, what sort of germs and stuff is carrying on when you got kids with immunosuppression. Yeah. Fair point. All fair that point. sort of stuff. Um, <clears throat> for the sake of just not carrying in a hammer or, you know, a giant sort of ax, uh, there you go, man. That's a special children's Christmas party. So At the moment, I'm sort of running the end game, Thor. So spoilers ahead if you haven't seen end game. But um, there you go, mate. Should be a link to the uh, to the to the post. That looks pretty cool, man. But uh, yeah, the work care quality does, man, is is absolutely amazing. And same with uh, Make a Wish, dude. Starlight's another another good one, mate. Um, one of our fellow streamers, Pastilli, uh, you know, raising one, well, I think it was either 1.1 something or might have even been a little over $1.2 million. That's the um, Aussie Escape from Tarkov Foundation. guy, isn't it? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Pastilli absolutely just nailing it, man, in a in a 12-month period. That was that was incredible. He's an ex-soldier yeah, um, as well in the Australian he is. Army. Yeah, <clears throat> he is. Yeah, definitely, definitely get behind Pastilli and uh, you know, absolutely killing it. I'm, I'm originally from the Tarkov family, so quite a quite a few of our Tarkov boys are absolutely killing it at the moment as well, which is awesome. But uh, Pastilli coming in, man, with with that uh, donation was just incredible. Yeah, he, he, I think he um, every donation um, on stream went to charity. He didn't he didn't accept a single donation for all of 2020. Um, he only yep. made his revenue Correct. from um, bits and um, from uh, subscribers, but all cash donations went straight to charity, which is a fucking impressive thing to do. I mean, the bloke gets to claim it on tax um, still, but you know, I can just imagine him explaining that to the Australian tax office. Yeah, I donated a million dollars, mate, but you only earned X amount. How did you? Yeah, it, 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 that, but that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's his, that. his tax accountant's going to be like, "What the hell do I do here?" <laughs> but uh, I mean, even even his competition winnings, man, you know. So he's he's I think what three times world champion on Tarkov or whatever, and I think that prize pool was ten or twenty thousand dollars per win, and he uh, he just chucked that straight in, dude. Every win that he got, he just chucked all prize money straight into the uh, into the. Starlight Foundation. There's a guy in chat who's um, who was our guest um, the other week who's very similar to you, mate, Ike D. Um, you may know the name from. Remember the Tolga Hill Charity Climb? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm very, very familiar with Ike, man. Yeah. 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 So he, he says he tries to get people to understand that donating time is in many cases more valuable than money. Uh, and he's definitely right there. Definitely right. Absolutely, man. You know, if you can't donate money, dude, go hit up Camp Quality, who are generally looking for uh, what they call companions. So you basically go on the camp with the kids and, you know, you're, you're their carer or, or, you know, mentor for the weekend. And uh, yeah. the difference that makes, man, in people's lives is, is absolutely massive. So you just got to make sure, folks, before, quality, you, before some of these uh, things, you've got to make sure that you're in a good headspace as well. Because like we were talking about oh, absolutely. before, um, <clears throat> if you aren't, um, it's one of the reasons why I do suffer from a distance. Um, you know, I, I would gravitate towards veterans' charities, being a veteran myself. But you know, I, I've never been a secret of it. I have um, uh, PTSD, anxiety, depression from my time in the military. 
um, and it gets to you at times. Um, it, it really does get to you. And if you're not in a good headspace, you know, the worst thing you can do is try to help others and um, when you're not really sorted yourself. So if, if, you, if you're capable of doing it, then fucking kudos to you, man. Um, but just make sure that you are in a good headspace. You know, I, I do pity people who do a lot of work. Well, not pity, but I do feel sorry for people like yourself, Thor, because it's got to be fucking demanding on you, mate. Uh, yeah, it's very, it can, can be very full on at times, man. I mean, the average uh, lifespan of a youth worker mate is, is, uh, two and a half years. So yep. I'm well in, in my industry anyway, man, you know, like there's, there's other mentor roles you can go in, but, uh, some of the stuff that, uh, that, you know, that our, our job is notoriously difficult. Um, so it's about two and a half years lifespan. I'm getting close to, if not already at five years. And so. do your research on the charities as well, folks. Ike um, <clears throat> um, mm. uses a program. He has a link to it on his uh, Twitch page. Uh, but do your research because there's some pretty fucking dodgy uh, charities out there as well that um, more money goes Absolutely, into yeah. the actual running of the charity Ad, than actually goes into... And inside, five, five cents yeah. goes into the, the program and 95 cents goes into running costs. <laughs> I, I, I hate chuggers, mate. Pretty chuggers chugging. are... Chuggers are when I um, realise that a charity has gone downhill. Um, what I mean by chuggers, if you haven't heard that term before, is charity muggers. Whenever you go to the shopping centres, they have this in Ireland, Marks, where you go to the shopping centres and there's usually a couple of yeah. unemployed people who've just managed to get a, um, you know, they've got a job for Focus. the sake of having a job and then they, yeah. well, why aren't you supporting, you know, surf lifesaving or something like that? My favourite is when they're yeah. veterans for the RSL and that. Oh, you should support the veterans, mate. I am a fucking veteran, and your bloody charity has done nothing um, that I am interested in. So always do some research, eh, Marks? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely always do research. I think most ones in Ireland, anyway, that you see walking around, they're usually legit. Don't think it happens that yep. much, but it probably does happen as well from time to time. There, there was an Irish charity I got to work with in Somalia, um, Goal. Um, and the uh, guy who was there um, doing food distributions was an absolute fucking legend. He had he had that Irish accent, which I love at the best of times. But he was just such a character, brilliant to work mm. with. Another another one yeah. I rate uh, is Medicine Sans Frontiers or Doctors Without Borders. Um, they did some absolutely amazing work. But I got to see some charities over there that just wasted, wasted, wasted money hand over fist. So. You know, Care was one of them, um, which is a big one here in Australia that most people have heard of, and uh, they were wasting money hand over fist, just making some really stupid decisions. Um, you know, they got robbed because they wouldn't allow us to provide security for them. They didn't want the big, scary soldiers there. And then they got fucking robbed by bloody bandits. And it was like, yeah, are you guys idiots? Are you... Oh, it, it really frustrated me, but... Yeah, definitely do your research. And if you're not comfortable donating money, there's always charities out there that are looking for tangible goods. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Particularly just, coming up to major major times in, in the world, man, you know, like Christmas and mm -hmm. Easter. I mean, Easter being the most, you know, most uh, recent one coming up. So yep. definitely, definitely charities out there looking for that dude. Uh, and like you said, man, you know, just to touch base, you know, that, that old adage, mate, you you can't save someone from drowning if you're drowning yourself. So yes, if you do want to get yep. involved with the charity and you want to help out, you know, in person, just, um, you know, make make sure and, and always make sure that your self-care is is a priority and, uh, you know, is top, top quality sort of thing, you know. So mate, sure what made you uh, move well. from Escape from Tarkov to Daisy? <clears throat> 
<laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was back in the, uh, not, I wouldn't say the early days of Targo. I'm definitely not an early Targo player by any stretch of the imagination. But, um, you know, dude, I was I was uh, playing Tarkov, man. And the Tarkov community at that point was, was really, really small and niche. And I always wanted to, you know, DayZ's always fascinated me, mate, um, throughout the years, right, right, right back when it was a mod. Um, you know, and I always looked at it and always said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to buy that, I'm going to buy that. And I just, I never did. And, you know, even when I, I see people playing it sort of in more recent times, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get that one day. You'd see it on sale and you'd hover over the buy now button or, you know, you'd, you'd back in the day, you're looking at the old, the old armor stuff with the mods and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just never got around to it, man. And um, while I was waiting for, uh, for the next patch of Tarkov uh, with my boy Slush Puppy, he, uh, we, we all decided that we'd play DayZ together. So we all, you know, at that point I thought, oh, well, all right, I'm going to buy it. And uh, I bought a man and I just thought, yep, this is my game. And I, I never really went back. Yep. Um, I, I so about, in, do you uh, remember where, um, how long ago it was when you started playing it? Oh, yeah, about, uh, what, maybe 20, 20 months ago, yep. maybe, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, so you're still relatively fresh to DayZ, but you've been around, um, how many hours you got up now, do you know? Uh, you have I think to have about thousands now. Three, yeah, maybe, maybe about 3,000, man. Yep. Uh, but, uh, I mean, every, every time I meet, you know, a new freshie in game or something, I'll tell them I've got 17,000 hours, but. They don't need to know that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, so it, it was good, man. It was good, you know. Um, as much as I love Tarkov, I, I love DayZ a bit more. I think DayZ's abilities to really enable you to do what you want to do. Um, there's just, for me, there's more to it. And actually, you know, I was having this discussion the other day, man, when I, I jumped back into Tarkov for a, for a stream, uh, playing with my boy Voxy and, uh, and VT Fuse as well. And while we are playing, man, I said, you know, like for me, DayZ, I get more of an adrenaline rush from DayZ than I do Tarkov. Mm-hmm. I think the reason for that is Tarkov, I'm not really, I don't, I don't really care. If I die, I die. I'll go back in, I'll buy gear, I'll load back in, and that's that. If I have no gear, I'll go in a scav run. I, I don't really feel that um, connection to my gear or my character. Whereas in DayZ... I might have been playing for eight, nine, ten hours, man, running around map and only have a couple of guns on me thinking, Christ, I can't lose this. Otherwise, like, it's going to be all over, man. Like, I, I don't have gear for you, but I also don't want to die. When you're running through a field or something, you guys know DayZ can change in the yes. split second. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's that adrenaline. You're always pumping. You're always thinking, all right, where's someone? Someone's going to come out. I'm going to get sniped. What's going on? I don't feel that connection with Tarkov. But when I was chatting to the boys, it was the other way around for them. They have that adrenaline rush in Tarkov, but not in Day Z. So it's it was interesting to have that discussion, man, and um, really just sort of, yeah, see how you know. We, at the end of the day, we are all different. If we were all the same, it'd be a boring world. But um, for me, man, I find that Day Z gets my adrenaline rushing a bit more. I find I'm a bit more invested in my time, my character, whereas uh, Tarkov, I don't have that same connection. But that doesn't mean that I don't love Tarkov. I think Tarkov's going to change the world as far as first-person shooters are concerned. The mechanics behind it, the uh, you know the customization stuff, the graphics, everything about Tarkov is just spectacular. For me, it can be a little bit repetitive um, with the load in, shoot, loot, scoot, 45 minutes of inventory management, load back in. <laughs> 
some of my Tarkov guys will know what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, but uh, you, you know, like it doesn't mean that I don't love the game. I think it's a great game. I just, I just can't pump the same hours into it as uh, as some of my boys can. So I, I would rather be in Daisy personally. <laughs> I like what Dick Donner was just written in chat. Daisy is the most expensive game for me ever. Paid full price for PS4, then bought a PC and paid full price again, around fourteen hundred <laughs> US dollars. But I would do it all over again. And that's it. Yeah, 100%. I, I've yeah. Um, about the only guy who I can watch play Escape from Tarkov is Smoke, just because he's got such an amazing you know, narrative and, uh, you know, he almost semi role plays um, when he's playing. Um, and I like the concept of it, but it's more of a PVP game than, uh, with a bit of looting than it is an interaction-focused game. I mean, I know there's PVP servers out there for Daisy, but I, I don't really like playing those. I like playing ones that are more geared towards interaction. And that's what separates Daisy from a lot of other games out there for me. You know, Escape from Tarkov... Um, gun porn and all the rest of it, and that intrigues me. Um, but you know, it's 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 have they gone a bit too far with how over the top it is? You know, I see there's videos out there about what's the best ammo, and I saw Pestily did a um, uh, an S to F tier um, bloody rating on all the different ammo types, and yeah, it's just I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it just it, it intrigues me, but it's not the sort of game that I would ever end up playing. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it really depends. I think, you know, the the interaction with the stream is always great, you know, from boys like Druno, Voxy, Slush, and, and a lot more of my other Tarkov boys. But, um, you know, in the Twitter sphere, there's rumors that Tarkov's going to get VoIP. And if, if they also get VoIP, then... Yes. Oh, look out. <laughs> You know, there's, there's going to be some there's going to be some uh, words slung around on there. I, I think. Yeah. It's going to make the game very, very interesting. Um, you know, there's always it's always interesting. You know, when a new zombie survival game comes out or, or any survival game, and they always liken it to the bastardized love child of uh, Tarkov and Daisy. Mm. And I've never felt that about any other game. I don't think anyone has ever nailed it. Um, you know, even close to being a Tarkov cross Daisy, but if you could genuinely get, you know, Daisy's, uh, you know, play Open style and map and everything, and then you get Tarkov's graphics and maybe even like they, they're definitely their PvP and gun mechanics. Um, I think you would see just such an incredible game, man. It'd be unbeatable in the survival world. But have you uh, played Tarkov, Marks? No, I've watched I've watched Basilia a lot, but I've never played it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting looking game, um, and I know a lot of uh, Daisy people do dabbling. You know, the most famous of all is probably Smoke. Smoke's got his own fucking item in the game as well. That's how big a name he is in the um, uh, Escape from Tarkov community. But yeah, um, definitely one to keep an eye on. And if they do add VoIP, um, yeah, it, it it always worries me. Um, yeah, probably probably one of the worst cases of. Um, VoIP I can think of is PUBG. Now, people are probably expecting me to say toxicity and all the rest of it. No, they removed VoIP. I remember the early days of uh, PUBG and being in those lobbies and the shit talking and trash talking that happened. Yes, you're going to get some racist fucking jerk and all the rest of it. And they just need to, need to add a way that you could report those people. Um, mm. you know, a speaker comes up over their name when they're talking and you can identify who it is. And you and a bunch of others report when that person loses the privilege. But they removed it from everyone. Um, mm. And, 
you know, now you know, some of the early days of uh, PUBG were fantastic where you saw people um, talking um, and, you know, trash talking each other in, in a good natured way. Um, and now they've just gone and removed all of that. It, it's, it's sad. It's, uh, it's one of the things I love about DayZ. Um, Zombie Lee said in chat there, Marks, um, death voices. Now, I know that's controversial for some yeah. people, but I loved it when you could hear um, the other person while you were dead. Yes, it'll get your blood boiling when they come over and trash talk you and, you know, you fucking noob, you fucking shit, you can't aim for shit and all the rest of it. But I liked it. Um, I understand the realism Z, argument, though. but hey. We do have that in Day Z. Like, if, if you die, you could still hear people talking for until you hit the respawn. That's a bug, though. That's not an intended feature. Hey, uh, hey, sorry, hey. sorry. That's no, a feature. no bugs in Daisy, yes, mate. Uh, we that call, is, we call that them features a, here. A happy coincidence feature. Because <laughs> yeah, they removed it. Um, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, one of my favourites. Um, I always um, talk about it. Um, is um, Fubar Bundy, with his bitch that he used to say to people after he killed him, and it was just yeah. I know he was um, uh, devastated that um, they took that away, but. Yeah, I, I hope they. I hope that they make that an actual feature because, you know, it's 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 just it's good for a laugh. And the dicks who you know, abuse it, punish them. Don't punish everyone for the sake of a few fucking jerks. Call of Duty nails it, I think, because you kill someone in Call of Duty, it's like what a split second you can hear their reaction. Someone they just be screaming on the mic or whatnot. They do it perfectly. If they could get it like that, it would be good. Um, I did not realize PUBG actually got rid of vices. Vice comms completely. I thought it was you can you can in game, but in the lobby, which is where the fun used to happen. Oh, the, yeah, nice. in the lobby okay. and that, um, the the, the chaos the and insanity. Be a fucking cesspool. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, the, the lobby is basically like a trader on a DayZ server <laughs> with a safe oh, zone. Traders just get out of control. Sometimes <laughs> the shit you hear, mm-hmm. and a sub dickhead grabs a, like a megaphone or Mega- a yeah. and you just like, you here we go, yeah. here we go. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's it's definitely amazing. Now I am going to interject, and I'm going to invite someone into Discord because there's a topic um, that I'm not sure I had on there, but something that came up that we need to discuss. Um, I think it is a you know, it is a topic on the agenda. Um, let me just check which one it was. It is the um, hmm. where is it? 10B Choco PS and the Day One Copy Service. Um, so Choco, if you want to join the, um, podcast discord, mate. So we're talking about like day one, number five, number six, number seven. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Have seen. (laughs) And he's been kind enough to, um, come into, um, the chat and, Just wait till he joins. Did we talk about we had we talked about this kind of idea? Was this wasn't we've talked about it in ones, the past? But it was yeah, it was with um running man servers, I think. Under when you do something right, everyone's all like, you know, you're always gonna have copy, uh, well, we'll call them copycats, but yeah, g'day, Choco. How you doing, mate? How are you guys doing? Not oh, geez, Good, let me just you turn go. your volume down a bit. So, mate, you are Mr. Public Enemy number one um, to a lot of people. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm not going to hit you with any questions or anything. I'll let you tell us your story with the um, uh, the knockoff uh, day one service. Mate, go for it. 
Well, uh, <clears throat> I mean, what what is there to, what, what do you want to know exactly? I mean, there's a knockoff. I, I only have number five. Yep. There's plenty more knockoffs. It's been a shit show. These guys are going after me every day. Um, they have CF tools so, and Omega Manager uh, blacklisting my machine. So what, you're, what uh, what you're, day one, you're the day one knockoff number five, and then the number, the five. number six and number seven and everything are knockoffs of your knockoff. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> So why what did you go? Why did you why why did you go with the name um, Day One? Number five. Well, I went with Day One because it's definitely the most popular. I saw people uh, making a copy server with their title on it, fake servers, and I said, "Why? I might as well do the same." You know, if I'm trying to open up my own server, which I was trying to do. I just recently got into Daisy, maybe uh, five five months ago. Mm-hmm. I decided to open up a, a, a server for the community, and it's been blowing up since. Does it bother you, though, that you're basically stealing um, uh, Day One's thunder? Um, I mean, they have their, sh- they have their uh, servers full all the time. 20, 30, 40 people in queue. Mm. Why don't they just open up another server? Probably cost. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, most of these communities, uh, not every community runs at a profit. But as Dumpgrad I mean, just said in chat, why not? The use way your I'm own seeing name? it, my the way my community is seeing it is is they're they're actually loving the server. They're liking it better than the but, original day ones. But you're not a, an exact copy of them. Like I was actually, um, I fell for it, and I started playing um, on uh, day one number five purely because you know everyone was telling me tried day ones and I saw day one number five and I jumped on it and mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've got um, things that di- um, that aren't the same as how the day one servers are set up. So to me, it just seems like you're stealing the name and not actually emulating what has made day one so successful. Well, there's, there's uh, I'm definitely keeping the hardcore values of the game. It's definitely in there. The people are loving it. I added a map to the server. Mm-hmm. Which uh, day one did not do, which they should have. See, I disagree. About, like map when you just hit the M key and and bring up a, an in-game map, or are you talking about correct the actual map M. itself? Yeah, 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 a map itself. Yeah. See, I disagree. Day day one's gone for a more hardcore experience. Uh, you've gone with basically a soft core knockoff of um, the day one server, that's and that's okay. not having I mean, a go. That's map. your style. It's a map mod that was added. Not really much of a difference. It still has the same hardcore elements. Mm-hmm. So what you're essentially trying to do is your take on the day hold on, one. Hold experience. on, who is this? Who is this guy? In Clement Dab. He's um, a modder. He's joined. Um, we have we oh, have yeah, an I open. Know who he is? We have an I, open. I, I, rule. Know I know who that piece of shit is. We have an open rule um, on the podcast that any guest um, never loses their. Yeah, he came. He came into our server and the uh, main mod creator of VPP admin actually went into my server. Killed everybody, TP'd everybody. Don't forget the Destroying. part where we spawned the bears. That's an important part. Spawned the bears, the cars. Spawned the bears. I thought that was funny. I thought that was, that was kind of funny. It was, I thought it was kind of funny. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think um, I, I'm not the kind of highway justice person. I wasn't the one that actually did it. Um, I'll give all that credit to Mark, the one. 
Uh, oh yeah, de- definitely. He's the mastermind. He's definitely the mastermind. Yeah, the creator that. He of was having VPP a good time. He was having a great time doing that, and it was very funny. So yeah. To to be honest with you, like from the perspective of the community, like you're literally just sitting there blatantly lying and sitting behind this shroud of like, oh well, other people are doing it, so it's okay. So you're it's okay. If, into my, if other people lie, into I can Discord. lie. Too, I don't you know? know what you're talking about. What they're do you coming mean? into my server, my Discord server, and they're telling me how much they love the server. They know it's a knockoff. You mean all three people that you have, like, genuinely watching your stream and the rest of them view bots? Is that what you're talking about? Like, the three followers you actually have, the four or five? I'm talking about my, my Discord channel, dude. I, I've seen it. I've seen uh, it. I don't want to talk to this piece of shit. I'm, I'm here to talk to you. You've got, you've got piece of shit in your name. I'm not sure what you're talking about, man. We're on the same level here. You what? you have this person like I, I don't know like I I'll, I got a question. I this guy is destroying a, a large community over here. It's all good. I don't want to speak to this piece of shit here. I, I came here to t- speak to you. Bro. I'm not here to destroy your community, dude. I'm not. But if you're gonna sit no, around you and you're are, just gonna dude, copy, you, if you're gonna just copy what lie, other people dude. are doing and you're gonna just clout chase and just take other people's success and okay, just why is my server? Why is my server the only one being attacked? Not because you're the only one that I'm aware of. If I find out that there's um, because other is, people I'm doing the only it, one that's successful at it, I, I will talk to them as well because yeah, it's probably because yours is uh, part of the reason. Like, the I'll be honest with you. Knockoff. The only uh, reason why I think yours is more successful than six, seven, eight, nine, ten is yours is the next number. Um, to me, it just it just it, it doesn't seem right to steal someone else's thunder. You know, there's so many of us out Definitely there. Definitely not. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's uh, the same could be said of um, Twitch streamers and um, mods, you know, even uh, mod creation, that there are people out there who steal someone else's um, idea, steal someone else's code, steal someone else's, you know, style of um, streaming and all the rest of it. And it, it just, it doesn't feel right to a lot of people. Can you understand that at least? Uh, yes, I do. I also do uh, understand that the community hates waiting in queues. They don't understand that. Yeah. So are you their are you their savior then? Is that what you are? You're their you're their gospel. You're a shining light on a community. Congratulations. You copied someone else's idea. You air quote improved upon it, and then you gave them no priority. Oh, he left. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. I, I well, that's fun. I didn't expect that, that one to go well, but um, look, I, I see his point. Yeah, he's, he's created the server, but I don't like the idea. Um, I really don't. I, it just seems cheap to me. Um, and if there's anyone else out there doing this, um, seriously, you need to have a look at yourself. That's just really, really disappointing um, that that would happen. Um only thing I'm going to say, and then I'll head out and let you guys do your thing. Uh, he's He switched off of uh, VPP admin tool because it wasn't letting his server boot anymore because he got blacklisted. Uh, so he switched over to community online tools, to which I develop personally. Yep. So uh, you might want to, you know, reconsider that. Have a good day, guys. Take it easy. Okay, mate. See you later, Well, that got pretty, um, escal- that escalated pretty quick. You two were just kind of sitting wow. there like myself, but... Yeah, it's it's I I don't I don't endorse or approve of that. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the server mustn't be that big because I've I've never heard of it until now. No, um, it's a, you've probably I, never I tried to play day one. Pop man, all honesty, like I usually see uh, day one number five full pop and 
Um, I've actually had people come in and suggest the server to me and to, to play it because, yeah, some people do feel like it is a uh, a better server. Um, but it, it comes down to that, you know, do you like the map in there? Do you like, I'm not saying the server has traders, um, but, you know, do you like servers with maps, traders, um, things like that, man, you know, so... I've got to say, um, scale speed erased something there, though, and this is something we've touched on on the <clears> podcast um, in the past. I guess everyone knows what could happen to their servers if they fall out with mod creators for whatever reason. Yep. So don't don't piss off the people with the power. Hasn't got the um, power. <laughs> is, there, is there anything Smoke can do there himself to get these no. servers shut no. down? Or? Literally nothing, though. Unless he uh, lodges a copyright of day one um, and then takes it to court, there is nothing he can do. Nothing he can do. Wow. And, and Choco, mate, look, I understand your point of view, mate, but I don't agree with it. I really don't. Um, It's a a case of, you know, you're stealing. You're stealing someone's hard work and someone's name um to basically create your own community and if you're comfortable with that so be it mate but for myself it is not something i would ever do um and yeah it's yeah it comes down to i think uh you know like there's this i I know one of the things uh that we're going to chat about a little bit later is a twitter stat uh twitter post sorry and, um, you know, it comes down to the fact that <clears throat> I guess that's one of the things, good or bad, about DayZ is it, it's how you want it to be. You might yeah. not respect the way someone does something. You might not respect the way they play. You might not like it. But I guess at the end of the day, it's their right to, uh, to you know, do what they deem fit. And uh, if, if that is to create a server and name it day one, number five, then uh, it's his right to do that. But... Uh, obviously, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that are going to disagree with it, hate it, mm-hmm. not like it. Um, and Look, and for, the, for those know, who want it, about... it's there. For those who are That's willing exactly to right. have a, um, you know, a second-rate uh, day one server, uh, it's probably a great server. Um, I enjoyed my time playing on it when I thought it was a day one server. I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed myself. You know, they've got a nice little raiding uh mechanism with hacksaws and stuff and i got on and raided someone's base and stole their car and a bunch of other stuff and um i did enjoy it um but it's it comes down to infringement is infringement um Mm. but yeah maybe just add it to your um um server description mate um that it's just that it's a knockoff of day one day one number five knockoff um you know be a bit more honest about it because a lot of people are joining. Just chuck but, um, unofficial in there in the title. Yeah. Just chuck yeah. unofficial in there. You know, unofficial sounds more professional than knockoff. But <laughs> Yeah, Rivet. Um, I know try, day one servers don't do bases. And when I found the tents with the locks on them, I thought, oh, they must have changed it because I, I wasn't following it that closely. And yeah, ended up, um, yeah, it, uh, it, it was tents with um, code locks on them, Choco. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, we shall move on to another topic. Um, Let me just find the uh, agenda again. Um, So we have got the update on the BWAF um, servers. Now, let me just share my screen again. Boomer takes his time. 
So we devil put out a um, tweet um, saying he had done an update. <clears throat> uh, the person that started the whole situation with Pansy is now permabanned, as are all his friends. I am also now rebuilding my community from the ground up with me alone if necessary. I regret some decisions I have made, but can only move forward. I invite everyone to read the recent announcements for myself in my BWAP community Discord. Things will change. I need no sympathy nor forgiveness. For those friends I've lost, I lose nothing. I love this community. I've been here seven years and will start over with me alone if need be. I thank those for all their kind words and support recently and also for the lessons I've learned. It's been seven years and times have changed, so I need to step up my game. But when BWAP is on form, we are good, very good, so don't count us out yet. Um, and I did um, reply um, to him uh, basically saying, those who you lost, mate, they they were well, they weren't friends uh, to be there. It it was a it was a fuck up. It was a bad situation, but it wasn't worthy of the you know people saying uh, marks that you know <clears throat> I can't have anything to do with you now. Ben had nothing. We talked about this last week. Ben had nothing to do with the actual incident. It was other people. Did he handle it right? We both agreed. No, but he's rectified that. Yeah, yeah, like he, he wasn't even there at the time. So, you know, people were giving out about, oh, why don't, weren't they banned straight away and all this. So it was blown way too out of proportion and the people that were leaving them all that just, you know, they're no good to be around anyway. So they're better off being gone and out of the situation completely. So, yeah. Did you know um, follow that one at all um, there, Thor? You know, I saw some things on uh, Twitter. And I can only assume, given screen names versus real names on Twitter, uh, that it was potentially the same person. And and a lot of the shit I was seeing, I, uh, you know, I, I thought that yeah, if if that person was still a mod man, he he needed to be removed immediately. Yeah. Um, Look, the shit I was seeing on Twitter dude, I, was pretty I'm not disgusting. Gonna, I'm not going to fault but, Ben though. Look at me. Yeah. No. I've, no, I've invited Choco on. I've had uh, Milo. I've had JLK when he had his scandal. Um, I'm in talks with another guy at the moment who is um, uh, universally hated in the Daisy community. But everyone has a story. And you know, I, I'm prepared to give people chances if they uh, warrant it. But, yeah, it's – what were you going to say, Thor? I was just going to say, like, I, I didn't see the outcome of it. Um, like, going off of, again uh, – you know, Wee's uh, Twitter's Twitter posts and everything. I can only assume that he's probably gotten rid of the person in question. Because, um, like I said, I can only go off of what I saw and, and you know, linking the two together with screen names versus uh, real life names. And as, as again, I said, I, I didn't like what I was seeing. Um, but I haven't followed the situation very closely. I, I've sort of got third party information coming through. So I can't really comment too much on it um, other than what I saw. And, um, yeah, you know, like at the end of the day, man, we're we're, we're humans, and and humans have complex uh, emotions and needs, and you know, it's like people who ride horses. If a horse fucks you off or or something like that, man, you know, can you blame the horse? Or these these things are going to happen, and uh, you can't blame Ben, man, for the actions of someone else. Um, you know, you can fault the handling, the timing, all of that sort of stuff, but uh, you know, you can't directly blame someone. For someone else's, uh, you know, shit spewing out of their mouth. So, um, mm. it was a yeah. It just it, as an outsider again, a lot of third party information, and then me just sort of linking things together. It, it was a it was a fucking mess. Um, but I yeah. 
yeah, I, like but, I said, I wasn't I wasn't present for a lot of it. And um, look, I'm just glad he's um, sorted it. Um, mm. It's it was messy, and yeah, I just I'm glad he's got it sorted. And B Wop is a great community. Ben is a great bloke who I have known since the early days of Daisy and worked with closely and done some great events. Um, yeah, we've had him as a host on the show. Um, he's just got so much going on, as you can see that, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's taken a step back from doing the podcast at the moment. Um, uh, but I, I will stand by that guy, um, any day of the week and anyone who dumped him because of this, um, well, you're not really, um, the sort of person who I would want as a friend either. Yeah. Sorry, just sending a message to someone. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, back to the agenda. War dog, war dog man. He's um he's he's doing a bit of a um of a uh, inclement dab. He's just kind of come out of nowhere. Watch this shit. Fucking outstanding. That blew my mind when I saw it. That is the sort of shit that I have wanted to see in Daisy for so long. So damned long. That was just... I, I, we need more booby traps. We need more... Um, you know, if, they, if you can add something like that to a base wall so that, you know, when the wall is destroyed, a grenade drops down. Um, it's... I know he's been around before, but he's just coming out with this amazing shit that is blowing my mind. That there, no pun intended, um, but how good is that, being able to booby trap a stash? That'd be really, really cool. Um, booby trapping a stash would be great, yeah. Imagine the look on your face when you take that stash out of the ground and you're still doing the animation and that grenade pops out. Oh, scare the life of you. Oh, it'd be great. We've actually got War Dog um, lined up as a guest to come on in the future because I really want to talk to him um, about these ideas. But it just shows that there's still so much life left for the modders in the DayZ community. And not only this one, but he's also got another um, uh, little post that I thought was uh, very intriguing. Um, Being able to lock actual doors. And I, I want to find out more about this. Is this like a, a lock you're going to be able to craft in the game using assets or something like that? Because, you know, you guys probably know I've been dabbling in scum a bit lately. Um, and they, you could lock any door in that game. And to be able to do that in DayZ, to be able to lock down existing structures, 
That's fucking awesome to me. Now, this has surely got to be easier on servers than people building McMansions, just being able to lock down a, an existing building. What do you guys think by it? It's cool. I like your, it's very, very yeah, cool. I like your McMansions comment, man, because some of yeah. the fucking bases these, like these days, dude, are just crazy. Like a Trump Tower, you know? You, you get there and there's 70 floors of just pure yep. frame-destroying... <laughs> Pain in yeah. the ass, you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah, man, it would it would be. This good is his Twitter. Could, uh... Follow this guy, folks. Give this guy a follow if you want to keep track of what he's doing. Um, because the just the 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 one that's got me the most excited, I'm not gonna lie, is the um buried stations <clears throat> with a grenade. That's just fucking next level. Um I just I love that idea. Um and then being able to lock down existing structures as well. It just, oh, next it'd be level cool to have, awesome. It'd be cool to have all those small little mods into like one big mod that you could just install on your server. Yeah, it but they, it's little things like that. It, it, it gives you the um, problem of, um, look at um, expansion, how much hate they got. They packed a shit yeah, ton of stuff into their mod and then everyone gave them shit um, about... Um, not uh, being able to get uh, you know, break it down and turn things off and all the rest of it. And it's like, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. Um, yeah, I'll show them the Ender Pearls. The Ender Pearls were pretty cool. Um, which, where is that? If, if you've got a link to it, mate. Um, this one worries me, I've got to lie. Uh, no, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> being able to run through things. Um, here we go. I love this because this was a bit of trash talking between him and um, um, Inclement well, Dab. Inclement Dab, I see your teleportation gun and I raise you with controlled teleportation. Ultimate gamers don't know how to utilize this. Toss it in people's faces to gain access to it. Great right, that they actually have the Ender Pro sound effects as well. Or use it to get a height advantage on other players. The vehicles do that already. <laughs> yeah, even higher to get those pesky roof campers out there. Frickin' roof. Once you're done murdering them, you can hop down like no one ever saw you. Like a sly fox. Or you can throw it straight up in the air and make it look like you're lagging. Wow, just like Vanilla Daisy. <laughs> and yeah, the, the thing I love about it is now the purists out there are sitting there. They you know they they're cringing. They're rolling over in their graves. But for the fun servers, the servers that have Batmobiles and just just want to have fun with shit, that is going to be a fucking brilliant um, thing. It, it's changing the way that people can play Daisy. So as much as I wouldn't have something like this on my server. But I, I just, I, I love things like this. This is fucking awesome. It's fun. Like Zombie Lee said in chat there, uh, Marks. It's fun and that's what's important. He's not doing it to fuck with people or anything like that. He's just doing it because it's something fun for the game. Yeah, exactly. As long as you're not hurting anybody or ruining anybody else's game experience. Yep. Knock yourself out. With a... I like that one. So you can make it look like you're desync. Or lagging. Yeah, that's good. 
But no, I'm, I'm very, very excited. Um, we've got him scheduled for, give me one second, folks. Um, I'll just jump down to prospective guests. Um, April 25th, um, which is Anzac Day here in Australia. It'll be April 26th for us, but um, yeah, we've got War Dog coming on to talk about uh, what he's been, dummy, uh, been doing uh, with his mods and all the rest of it. Um, have you got a, uh, on can that you note, Boydie. Sorry, yes. On that note, mate, are you doing anything special for uh, Anzac Day this year, mate? Are you mate, I'll probably do another charity stream. Or... I'll probably yep. do another charity stream for uh, Wounded Heroes to raise money for them. Um, Wounded <clears> Heroes, <throat> for those that don't know, is my charity of choice. Um, they're Australian, um, so I would encourage people to, um, you know, maybe um, do one for. Uh, theirs, but this is their website. Um, the thing I like about these guys, I know we're breaking away from the Daisy stuff, but they provide frontline support. They get no government funding um, because they will give cash to um, people in need. Um, I subscribe to their Eight for a Mate program, um, which is basically. Um, oh, fuck me. I'm getting confused by what screen I'm looking at. Um, $8 a month um, goes into their coffers to basically give them money to, uh, if they find out that there's a homeless veteran in um, you know XYZ town, um, they will go there, they will grab him, they'll tell him to meet him at McDonald's or something like that, they'll buy him a feed. Um, you know, the bloke has even given cigarettes to fucking people. I know that that's, you know, you shouldn't smoke and all the rest of it, but for those who are smokers, um, when you're broke and you don't have a pleasant, are either of you two ever being smokers? Had cancer, mate, can't. <laughs> yeah. So when you are a smoker and you're broke and you can't afford cigarettes, it actually stresses you out. It's an addictive fucking drug. Um, and these guys are just there to help people out and try to get them immediate frontline support before a lot of charities, you know, you, you've worked with charities yourself there, Thor. It takes them a long time to kick into action, doesn't it? Yeah, man, absolutely, dude. It uh, you know sometimes it's 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 a yeah the, the gears grind very slowly yes. in the non for profit world. Um, the the other thing, man, is you know we uh, we see that a lot with the with the young people that I work with, man. You know we um, we see a lot of those nicotine withdrawals and and the effects of uh, people who might be uh, suffering some level of PTSD or, or something to that effect and. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the, what you might see as, you know, someone overreacting is, is completely a standard, uh, response for someone who's, you know, got PTSD or in the particular case where I'm working with, uh, you know, trauma informed care, the, the neurological pathways are so badly damaged or just not created or, you know, whatever, whatever's going on in the brain and, you know, putting a chair through a window is a completely normal and acceptable response to not having a cigarette or not getting something you want. And, um, you know, it, it's, uh, sometimes things like this, although we sit there and think it's just a cigarette, it's just nicotine. It's just this, it's just that we don't necessarily know what's going on for the person under the, uh, under the skin, so to speak. Yeah. If you're Aussie, um, even if you're not Aussie, if you just respect soldiers, there's a link to their, um, um, donation page, um, anything you can spare is um, appreciated. Um, they're just down the road from me as well. They also do um, uh, gel blaster games as well. So it's really good to see. They've got a no alcohol policy, which I fully support. 
Um, I don't mind a beer, um, but as most people know, um, alcohol is a depressant. Um, and when you're down on your ass, um, the last thing you need to be doing is drinking and making it even worse. So, yeah, um, very, very cool organization. They're, they're my uh, charity of choice, folks. Um, but, yeah. Um, back to the agenda. So we have also got the awesome news. The Deer Isle has hit 200,000 subscribers on Steam. That was good to hear. That was really good to hear. That map, that's getting big, isn't it, Marks? Yeah, it's getting popular by the day. More and more popular by the day. And make sure you um, go check out his um, Twitch channel. Have you watched him on Twitch, Marks? A bit, yeah, I have. It's, it's awesome yeah. watching him, isn't it? Just the attention, the detail that guy has. Yeah, like he'll spend a couple of minutes just placing like a bush and make sure it's kind of perfect so it's not yep. clipping anything and stuff. It's, he really does go into a lot of detail with it. Have you played it yourself, Thor? Dear Isle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mate. You know, like uh, Dear Isle back in the day, dude, when they were still very, very much uh, coming in with the updates and, and trying to populate it and, and trying to uh, get a bit more in the map when it was very, very open, but not really much going on. Um, so, you know, I've, I've played it since those days, mate. And I've, even then, I always stood by Dear Isle as a highly underutilized map by server owners i don't think enough server owners are on the deer isle train um i think you know like i always say dude you know because livonia is personally my favorite and i know livonia is one of the lesser lesser liked maps out there i love it myself you know even even when people come out dude with new maps and everything you know my my argument against them is how long is this map going to last because generally speaking mate i think chinaris was out for too long I think it was out for too long. And as humans, dude, it's human nature that we get sucked into what we feel comfortable with. Um, you know, and, and I think we see that a lot with Chinaris. I think even though all these great maps come out, and in my opinion, some of them are, are far better, um, you know, Chinaris is still where people will go back home. That, that's their home. That's where they feel comfortable. They feel safe. Yeah. They feel happy. And that's where they'll go back to, even though it might not necessarily be the better experience um and i know a lot of people argue with me with that and uh and, and that's fine again you know we're all we're all different <laughs> we all love what we love but um it's always interesting to see new maps come out and i really think server owners do do not utilize deer isle enough you don't see enough deer isle maps um being being pumped out there in the community servers uh, obviously there's a couple of guys who are really really popular i know zero deer isle is a is a really popular um community server uh, and even then, man, you know, you see sometimes their numbers are, are down at one, two, three players, dude, on a on a very large map. Um, so the, the beauty of the Deer Isle as well, owners. mate, is unlike Livonia, there's no paywall stopping people from joining it. Um, That's true. So, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, 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 the other beauty um, with Deer Isle as well is Benny or John McLean, he's still fucking developing that map. He's still working yeah. on it. So it's yep. a map that's only going to get bigger and better as time goes on. Yeah, so it's always going to be interesting to see, you know, look, I, I've got my maps for my different purposes. If I want hardcore PvP, you will not get better than Chinaris. You know, that, that's where you go for the hardcore PvP. If you want adventure in PvP, I feel like Livonia's got a good mix. You want adventure? Dear old man, can't go past it. All these servers or all these maps have, you know, have their pros and cons. You want survival? I don't think anyone can argue that... Uh, Namask is probably one of the greatest survival maps of all time. Um, 
you know, like I think, yeah, if you're really after a particular experience, obviously you could tailor tailor it to a map. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see Deer Isle's uh, future, man. And I, and I think Deer Isle at the moment is getting a lot of love, but again, highly underutilized. I just don't think that there's enough options out there for Deer Isle. I don't think enough server owners are jumping on that train. So it's going to be interesting to see how that moves forward. Um, and obviously we've got a couple other maps in development at the moment that are going to be dropping out sometime in the near future, I imagine. So, yep. I mean, day, we're, we're spoiled for choice in DayZ, man. It's ridiculous how much choice we have at the moment. What's your favorite map, Marks? Probably Chinaris. Just so used to it. And it's, I, it doesn't matter what map I play. It could be Deer Isle. I was playing Deer Isle a week or two ago. The mask, I always end up going back to Chinaris every once in a while. It's just, you've just like Taurus said, it's just super comfortable with it. You, you know, you start to know it really well. Um, I haven't you know, played Chernaris in well over one to two months, I reckon. Um, all I've played is Namolsk and Livonia. Um, Deer Isle, I haven't played yet, um, but that's because I'm waiting. Um, um, I'm hoping Spud will start a Deer Isle server here in Australia um, with the Daisy Down Under feel, feel to it, and I'll probably play that. But I'm just kind of uh, a bit bored with... Um, uh, Cherneris, to be honest, um, I love Cherneris, and I know I'll go back to it. Um, but yeah, it definitely does get boring. It is nice to switch it up every once in a while, but I always go back to it for some reason. I hadn't yeah. played Cherneris in months, and I jumped back on the other day and probably had one of the best adventures I've ever had. I think it was, uh, you know, I met up with some cannibals, and as you can hear from my voice, there's a, a lot of yelling and betrayal, and it was just, it was just absolutely incredible man and and you know but again that comes down to the in-game guys you know like the maps play a large part but really it, it's a daisy community man that makes it what it is you know and, and it's that mm. back to that real early where we're talking about tarkov and daisy and everything it's that void the ability to interact with others man and that's why i don't play single player games or if i do i play them for a couple of days man and then i'm i'm done like I'm, i just i have no interest i would really rather play online with other people and uh you know the, the the shit we all get up into into day z man i mean i've had to tell my next door neighbors dude that you know my wife and i live a very happy loving household so when i'm screaming get on the fucking ground c word <laughs> i'm talking to someone on a video game <laughs> now eat your friend fucking eat him <laughs> uh, you know no context day z is a dangerous thing so <laughs> i've had to say to my next door neighbors because i'm a loud guy uh my household is loving. It's safe. Uh, you know, obviously I work in an industry that is uh, anti-domestic violence and things like that. And uh, Daisy, no context is, is a rough thing to be yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you listen, you listen to Uncle Ray Ray. Could you imagine living next to him? Oh. Mate, <laughs> our boy would be getting in. I'm surprised he hasn't had the police called on him. <laughs> hey. Some of the things yeah. out of his mouth, mate. Oh, yeah. It's Ceramore as well. Ceramore's another mad one. Ceramore's <laughs> another one, man. So, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, actually, one that, one that I want to touch on, and he's in chat right now, is Lax. Um, I was watching him the other oh, day, mate. and he was talking about um, his, his, uh, his goals for 2021, and he you know wants to move to a, um, a new house and all the rest of it. He streams in his lounge room, and he's got daughters. What must they think of him? <laughs> <laughs> It must be, Mummy, why is Daddy crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, is Daddy drinking again? 
Yeah, uh, that, that's exactly right, man. And uh, you know, lacks lacks some of the things that comes out of our heads and boys' mouth is just is just fucking nuts and chaos at, at the best of times. And uh, you, you know, yeah, it, it must be hard having kids as well for those Daisy players out there. How do you explain to your child that you're a crackhead without being on crack? You know what I mean? <laughs> How do you explain that to your kids? You know, they're just sitting there going, Mommy, like, why is, why is daddy or, or daddy, why is mommy doing this? And it's just like, oh. Don't worry, it's all sorted. Lax just said he locks the daughters mate, in the shed. Go to, yeah, go go to school, <laughs> mate. Don't, don't they teach you that in school? They teach you sex ed. Why can't they teach you day Z ethics? <laughs> <laughs> Even he must have the best missus in the world, hey. Um, the, mate, you know, behind, behind the scenes for a lot of us that do have partners, dude, I, I've got to admit, mate, my wife is sensational. She Same. puts up with shit Same. that I just can't. Like I said, I'm, I'm a naturally loud guy anyway. Uh, you know, I do have hearing loss. So to compensate Same. that, I do yell a lot just so I can hear myself. Um, even though I don't, don't realize I'm doing it, but that's what we do when we're, when we're deaf. And, um, naturally loud anyway and as you guys can hear i have no voice so i'm clearly yelling unfathomable amounts mate and my my wife still every day man when i jump off says how was your stream did you have a great stream um she supports the shit out of me man and uh you know i just couldn't do it without a dude and uh you know lax would would feel the same about his wife feel the same about yours and um you know man it's uh yeah it's, it's definitely a special thing mate to be supported while you're screaming at someone to to fucking eat their friend and shut the shut the fuck up, drink this drink this gasoline <laughs> now, cut your friend up. You like that, you piece of shit. <laughs> you know, I, I imagine. Uh, yeah, I would personally probably get sick of hearing that all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it is like my missus is really um, understanding with me as well. She knows this is my passion, this is my hobby. Um, Daisy mm. is um, the podcast, and everything about it is my hobby. It's what I enjoy doing. It's, you know, everyone has a hobby they like to pump a bit of money into. Well, Daisy's mine. Uh, you know, we do a lot behind the um, um, scenes the podcast does that people will never know about. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, <clears throat> I just fucking love it. I love this community. Um, you know, yeah, we've got a few issues like every community has, but overall, we're a pretty fucking damn good community, aren't we, Marks? Yeah, we are 100%. Yeah, I'll second that. <laughs> Speaking of good communities, I've got to give a shout out to the Armour um, team as well. Um, don't know whether you guys saw this, but they've got the Armour 3 Art of War charity pack. Um, I did see that, yeah. I saw that they were posting about it, man. It, uh, it looks like it's an, an interactive uh, museum of sorts with uh, extra missions and um, just some, some art and things that you can actually look at. Is, is that correct? Hundred um, percent. So no, right. I believe there's like a um, uh, a mission with it, and um, just yeah, hundred percent of Bohemia Interactive's proceeds after tax from the Armour Three Art of War charity DLC will be donated to the International Committee of the Red Cross. There are three prize tiers for purchasing this charity DLC for those who wish to donate more to the cause. All three purchase options include the same content. Um, after the initial fundraising period, this DLC will eventually become free to all owners of Armour 3 towards the end of 2021. So you've got um, showcase cultural property, um, experience international humanitarian law in action and help protect a valuable work of art in a new single player scenario. Formal suit donned several color combination outfits with the sharpest of dresses, parade uniform, a parade cap, a civilian backpack, 
So there's, there's a whole bunch of um, things in there. But I just, I, I love when um, games do things like this. You know, everything's going to charity, bar what they have to uh, pay in taxes. Um, I'd love to see DayZ do something like that. Um, you know, maybe do a new map and um, do it as a charity uh, towards something and then, you know, release it to everyone after a time and those who can afford it. Um, can donate and then you know everyone gets it towards the end there and just yeah I I, I can't knock Bohemia, Bohemia Interactive we uh, we talk shit about them um, with some of their questionable decisions you know particularly relating to Daisy but I can't knock them on this this is a fucking this is a boss move this is a Chad move good on them yeah very good on them so yeah, yeah, yeah man it's it's always good to see dude like you know gaming. Uh, Gaming channels, or sorry, not channels, but creators rather, sorry. Um, you know, like Bohemia Interactive and stuff. Getting behind, um, whether it's charities or getting behind streamers or um, just getting behind their community, man, more than anything. And uh, and that's awesome, dude. You know, I, I like the three tiers. I like the idea yes. that, you yes. know, and that's, that's one of the things I think is awesome because guys who maybe can't afford much or maybe can't afford it at all, man, other people can go, you know what? For two bucks, man, I can grab this for you. Let's go. Let's let's get this and play it together. Or someone can go, you know, I want this thing. I want to support it, but I got to eat this week. How am I going to do that? You know, the the low tier man gives them that option. But then guys who might be doing a bit better, you go, man, this is a great cause. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna buy, you know, the the high tier. Or they could even turn around and and you know do giveaways with their mates. Or or if you're a streamer, you can do giveaways in your community and buy, you know. 10 20 30 of the of the packs you know so it's uh it's really good man i like the different tiers because it, yeah. it really limits and even just saying look guys if you can't afford it now don't stress you will get this for free in the future so even the guys that just flat out cannot afford it mm-hmm. will still be able to enjoy it man and and i think that's awesome dude because you know paywalls you know it, it's the same with um you know uh like community weekend at my end man that's why I won't do things like sub Sunday because not everyone can afford to sub to your channel. So, you know, you just do community weekend. Everyone's welcome. And, um, and that's what I like to see with these guys, dude, you know, not putting a paywall in front of people and saying, Hey, no matter your status in life, you will be able to get this at some point, but right now here's multiple options if you want to support it. And uh, it really opens it up to people who might be able to buy three copies for two bucks instead of buying the $7 pack. You know what I mean? I could, I could just imagine people maybe yeah. gifting it as well. You know, um, you know, uh, some streamers and that. You know, I'm, I'm buying ten copies of it, uh, and I'll be gifting them out in the stream um, as my way of doing charity. They can claim it on tax, and you know, just a, a good way to help the community. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. And like I said, it's always great to see these guys, like game devs and stuff, actually doing it, man. Getting behind it and supporting their community, whether it is with charity stuff or whether it is. Uh, you know, jumping in and, and maybe doing more in-game stuff. You know, I think one of the big head moves, man, of um, Battlestate Games, dude, was doing Twitch drops. You know, Tarkov went from a, a on a good day, cranking three to 5,000 viewers in Twitch to all of a sudden on their first Twitch drops, man, doing 200,000. Hmm. And then yeah. in more recent Twitch drops, biggest game in the world. You know, like we're, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people tuning in on on twitch man and that was uh that was just them with it with a real big head move 200 iq play (laughs) 
um, coming in and, and supporting the, the community and the streamers, dude, uh, alike. You know, it, it was a win-win for everyone involved. Yeah. So, you know, Battlestate Games really did a great thing. And, and I've often asked this question on Twitter, what could DayZ do to, to help yeah. their community? And I think, you know, a lot of people laughed at me in the beginning, man, um, because of, of DayZ's open world survival. But then I think, you know, what made me, uh, you know, <laughs> you got to say a little cocky or arrogant here, felt a little bit vindicated, you know, like felt like I was, I was a little bit right to ask the question in the first place was Rust coming out and doing drops. Now, if Rust can do it, man, I really don't see why DayZ can't. So yeah, I, I feel can. like the, the ideas when people were coming out and saying DayZ can't do it for these reasons, I feel those reasons were, um, you know, just in the back of my mind, I was thinking, well, I'm sure DayZ could do something. And then when Rust came out and did it, I went, there it is. 100% something can be done. I'd love to see DayZ jump on board, man, and do something cool like that. Same. But um, we'll see how it goes. Damn, my chat is um, firing at the moment. They're still talking about it. You're, you're, I see you nodding there, Marks. You're watching my chat as well, are you? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Keeping an eye on us. It's, uh... We will come back to this topic at a future date, people. So, um, Choco, I will get you um, on with just me and you. Uh, sometime in the near future in a private channel. So it's just me and you, and we will continue uh, discussing this because I do would like to explore it more. Um, and the one, mate, if, you, if, there's, if there's anything you should know about me, um, it's I am a tolerant person. I ban people for terms of service stuff. Um, I don't agree with what Choco has done, um, but let's just move on, please. Like Lax is saying, we've got other topics to talk about. So... Yeah, let's forget about this for now. We'll come back to it. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, folks. Um, oh, yeah, this is not a good topic. This one um, actually annoyed me out. Even I know who Jill is. Um, mm. One of the loveliest people. You're nodding your head, Thor. You've not, um, agreed, Marks. One of the loveliest people in Daisy. Great, and what mate. I understand of her is she just loves to find a place and sit there and fish and cook food for survivors going along. And Mr. OG, now I know Mr. OG is a bit of a controversial people, some uh, person. Some people hate him because he can be quite, you know, toxic and aggressive and all the rest of it. But at his heart, he's a good fucking man. It's just he, you know, he plays his character. He, that, that's his, you know, persona of this um, angry git. Um, and when I saw this tweet, I have to give this guy a shout, uh, a shout out. You can play Daisy how you want. Don't let anyone tell you different. But if you purposely go out of your way to keep killing a 53-year-old lady because you don't like the way she plays Daisy, then you are complete and utter stain and you do not belong in the Daisy community, in my opinion. I get told the lady is crying, so I log in and she's in tears. Not because she keeps being killed, because she thinks she's ruining it for other people. Like I said, you can play Daisy how you want, telling her she don't uh, belong on a server just because she fishes and feeds people. I, I don't fucking get this. What the fuck, what the actual fuck is wrong with cunts doing shit like this to a fucking lady? What the fuck, if, if this is your fucking way of enjoying your fucking day, seriously, go have a look in the fucking mirror and give yourself 10 uppercuts with a fucking steel glove on your hand. Because you are a cock-sucking piece of fucking shit. This is fucking bullshit. 100% yeah. man. 110 percent 
Uh, you know, like it comes down to like what I was saying earlier, man. You know, like people may not, you know, I, I don't know how you can't respect or like this, you know, but people don't respect how people play. You don't have to respect or like someone's play style, but it's their right to play that way. And uh, if you're going to go out of your way, man, and like I said, I don't know how someone can't respect or like the way that Jill plays, man, because she's a fucking beautiful human, mate. Yeah. Like she's a beautiful human, just not, not a you know, good internet user, not good at this or that. She's a fucking beautiful human. And, and to come in, man, and relentlessly fucking bully someone, mate, over the way that they fucking play the game. If you want to be the, the elite PvP with a fucking 60 to 1K to D fucking ratio, mate, go do it. Go jump on the PvP servers that are dedicated to prove your fucking physical superiority. But don't go and fucking bully, mate, a sweet soul who is just trying to fucking help people get a head start on their journey when they're pushing south or pushing north, you know, wherever they've got to go, man, to the point that they're crying. Like, if you are bullying someone that much, like what he said, you're, you're a fucking useless piece of shit. You know, you are, you are a dead set fucking scumbag, man. Like... If you don't like it, that's fine. Leave her alone, mate. Go and fucking go and prove your physical fucking dominance in Northwest Airfield. You're killing someone who's fucking fishing, mate, with your fully automatic AR. Fuck, you're real tough, cunt. Anyway, yeah, I'm the same, man. I fire up over this one. You know, Jill, I, Jill's a beautiful person, man. And to find out that she's crying, dude, when she's logging in, makes me fucking angry. I ran into her very recently, two weeks ago at most, on Dural, on this exact server where she was getting killed. She was nowhere near any PvP hot zones whatsoever. She was right next to the coast. She had this uh, really, really cool set of like bunch of t- rows of tents, and they were all full of stuff. And she was there. She gave me food. I was talking to her. She said anybody can come and take what they want if they need anything. She doesn't PvP. She doesn't kill anyone. And she couldn't have been nicer. Across the street, she was growing vegetables and fruit, and people could take them if they mm-hmm. wanted to. Everything <clears throat> like that. And it's clearly. Like someone said in Buddy's chat, they were either stream sniping or, or something like that, and they just kept doing it over and over again because people think that um, people have no fear on the internet because they think they're never All going I can to put get it down to is in trouble. I'm, I'm hoping, know? I'm hoping, and not condoning that it is that it may be this, but I'm just hoping it was young kids. You know, I, I saw this video recently of this um, woman who was employed as a, um, um, a basically a lady who sits on the bus to monitor the children, and a bunch of children um, started bullying her and reduced her to fucking tears um, on the back of the bus. You know, calling her fat and old and ugly and all the rest of it. And we all know what we were like when we were kids, and you know, there's probably things we've all done, maybe even when we weren't kids, when we were young adults, um, <clears throat> that we could wish we could go back and take back, but. Yeah, this is this is just wrong. Um, and Miss Fu, we we do all have backstories, and um, I know that you've got stuff, um, you know, about this. But we're just focusing on this one issue, and um, yeah, um, yeah, you know, I've got to give shout outs to uh, Mr. OG for um, tweeting out about this. You know, there's a lot of um, Daisy content creators who treat their Twitter accounts as pretty much only a marketing device for their channel. Um, and I'm a firm believer, and sometimes to my own detriment, that we have a moral and ethical responsibility to talk about more than just promoting ourselves and making money. Um, that, you know, whatever you're passionate about, you should uh, communicate about. And kudos to OG for this. Uh, you know, I see Lax does tweets every now and then where he records his thoughts and things like that. And, you know, I, I wish more people would do stuff like that. Um, it's, yeah. Um, kudos to anyone who's prepared to 
uh, you know, say something that some that may upset some people uh, because it's uh, you know they're willing to take a stand for it. And like she said, man, you know, like this, this I think it really indicates where that where they're going with it because you know I had a question just in my chat just then that uh, is a great question, and I'll, I'll I'll link all this together. But the question was, can you ban a player for camping someone like that? And the answer to that is no, because it's oh. play style versus um, you know morals and how you how you feel. Now, like like OG says there, you know, like if you want to go back, she's not worried about dying. Jill, Jill doesn't. She's not concerned that people are going and attacking the camp. And honestly, when you have heavily geared guys protecting Jill as well, you know, some of the other guys out there, you know, the the guys swinging big dicks around, go, hey, here we go. We're going to get some gear here, and we're going to go and attack the big geared guys. Or we're going to get some good PvP. And Jill's not afraid of that. But clearly someone is coming in, man, and and saying things to the effect that she's ruining the game. And she's not ruining the fucking game. She's playing it how she wants to play it, the same way as you're going out of your fucking way to go and attack a fishing camp. See, I you disagree know, like, with you. I think you can be banned for it. Because one of the first rules on nearly every server is don't be a dick. No, no, but well, the thing, what I'm saying, man, is if you're going on attacking a fishing camp with heavily geared guys... That's that's your choice. Yeah, if, if it's you're a one-off thing, you're, if you're going and you're specifically fucking targeting someone yes. for the way they're playing, that's the fucking issue there. Which is so yeah. it, it comes down to playstyle versus you know, <coughs> versus what your morals are. Is my morals to go and bully someone because of the way they're playing? No, fucking definitely not. Okay, there you we know, go. Am I maybe going to go and more. attack someone? Savage Morph in my chat is one of the um, server admins on the Zero servers, and he said they have taken action against the players who were griefing, harassing Jill. So kudos to you, Savage There you go, okay. No, that's good, Savage, yeah, 100%. Because, yeah, you've got to have the threat of dying in Daisy, in in my opinion, but to just target someone like this over and over, like to reduce her to fucking tears, that's just fucking go have a... Good because what they're doing, up. man, like I said, she's not afraid of dying. She knows people are going to come and attack the camp. That's day Z. But yeah. these people are clearly coming in, man, and making her feel like she's ruining the game because of the way she plays. What about these little pricks who are coming in? Like, you're ruining the fucking game because of the way you play, you toxic little mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm going <laughs> to... Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Get, get to that point, man. I'm going to fucking fire right up, man. Like, if you're coming in and you're, you're fucking... Like I said, man, if you're going to attack a camp, that's Daisy. You know, everyone attacks everybody. Like I said, I don't get angry at people, man, who attack me or, or fucking, you know, come at me and scream things at me. You know, like, but you know, if someone was to if someone was to say things, man, and try and make me feel like the way that I wasn't playing the game or something, that's like that's that's bullshit, man. Look, we if you were set up on one SK or you know a PvP server. You've got to expect it. But when you're on these more um, interaction-focused servers, mm. come on, mate. Just, yeah, fucking, yeah. But it's clearly what they're saying, man, to make her feel like she doesn't she doesn't belong because of the way she plays, man. You know, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. What are you coming into the camp and yelling and saying, you piece of shit, actively coming in as well? Because you, you know you're going to come in and say these things. Like, what? The... Yeah. <laughs> People, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one is a question um, that I wanted to uh, pose. It was in the uh, Discord chat, so I can't screen share that. Um, but Headhunter CFC 68 As an active survivor, I've been playing this amazing game now for a year and have nearly a 1,000 hours in the game. 
I've met some great people in the community and I'm settled on a great server that offers brilliant gameplay. I fiercely defend our game when people criticize it. However, I've been active in a few online discussions with various gamers, some pro DayZ and others quite scathing. Recent discussions have been comparing the game to Scum. It sounds um, like a bit of deja vu there for me, uh, which you really can't <laughs> as they are very different and there have been bold statements from a few streamers that within the next couple of years, Scum will overtake DayZ in active global player numbers. Whether this happens or not is up for debate. However, some detractors who believe DayZ will decline go on about its dated graphics compared to its competitors. My question, as I'm not a modder, programmer, or techie in any way is, will Bohemia modernise and redevelop DayZ using new engines such as Unreal 4? Thoughts. <clears throat> Does our game need to spruce up and freshen? I'm not techie, but do realise that an overhaul would not only be expensive, but time-consuming for a developer with other projects in the portfolio. Thanks for reading this, and as I said before, I love a game and not being critical. See, <clears throat> I like Daisy's graphics the way it is, Mark. Um, I think Daisy's got a nice, gritty, realistic style look to it. Um, I, uh, that said, I don't play a lot of other games, so I can't uh, really comment that um, you know how cutting edge Daisy's uh, graphics are. But I don't see them going to a new engine when they've just developed Infusion. No, no, I don't. Maybe they might do something. Uh, like I don't know what the graphics get an overhaul when Arma Four comes up because there could be assets from that or something that might be able to spruce it up. But going to a new engine, no, it'll never happen. I don't think. It'll take too much time. They don't have the people to do it. What do you think of the graphics, like, store? Um, you know, I, I I feel like more modern, uh, you know, DayZ has modernized a little bit with their graphic stuff. You know, when, when you're running through the trees and everything, dude, and you got the rays of, rays of, you know, sunlight beaming through at different, you know, through the branches and things like that, man. I mean, DayZ could look absolutely incredible. Um, you know, I, my question to all of this, because I have played Scum and everything and, you know... <sighs> Everyone always comes out with fucking statements, especially in the Twitter sphere and things like that. This is a Daisy killer. This is going to beat Daisy. This is going to fucking replace Daisy. Daisy is still standing, baby, and it's going to be standing for quite some time. Mm -hmm. yeah. However, all that said, man, I can't help but feel it's the simplicity of Daisy that that hooks its audience and keeps people returning. Scum is a great game, but holy shit, when you open up that fucking, you know, the medical, medical system, all, Jesus. Fucking Christ! You need you need a four year doctor's degree to fucking understand. I need it. to go to university, yeah. man, and, and study this shit. Like fuck, it's. But you know, look, I I said after playing Scum more recently, man, that I will definitely be keeping one eye open on it, and I still stand by that. I think Scum has massive potential. I'm it does. very excited it to does. see where Scum goes. Is it going to be a Daisy killer? No. Do I think that the Daisy community are going to go over to it? Well, that's where I loop back to what I initially said. I think the beauty, like the beauty in DayZ, is its simplicity in both the HUD, in both the uh, you know the, your, your character and inventory management. I think it's just a very easy, fast-paced game when you want it to be. So yeah, I don't know, man. <clears throat> I I don't see a need. Um, I do agree though. Uh, there's a comment um, uh, Dino uh, wrote. Um, some of the aspects of the buildings are 20 years old nearly. Some of the um, buildings and assets in DayZ could do of a rework. I think the environment yeah. is great, but um, I would love to see more uh, variety and some maybe some sharper looking buildings, um, be able to do more with them. 
it would change the the feel of the game. It would make it would re, it would um, freshen it up in that way if there was the buildings were changed and updated and stuff like that. It would be cool to see. See, Derleth um, is saying in my chat, all the empty industrial buildings need some clutter and furniture. Um, yes, but at the same time, for those servers that are into base building and you know occupying a building and boarding it up and all the rest of it, sometimes that is. Um, um, assets that are integral to the game can be a real pain in the fucking ass when you're trying to build. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a bit of six of one, half a dozen of the other. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Couldn't um, you not but... for that? Couldn't you not for that say have the um, internal bits pieces there like clutter and stuff, but have it like what expansion does where you can turn it off in your server settings and whatnot if if you wanted to do that. Mm. You'll say like if you were making a busy performance stuff. button or something to you know. Just... Yeah. Because I, I often ask this on my channel, you know, like I would personally like to see a close quarter combat city. Like I would yes. like to see yep. some level of mass city. Like, could you imagine a map that was purely based around Sydney or something? I'd play the shit out of it. That would be fucking nuts. I know yep. Tarkov's coming out with something similar, like Streets of Tarkov. Um, so it would be interesting to see a big city. Now the yes. question to that is how is that going to affect performance, especially since I am someone who would like to see more interactive buildings. I would like to run into more buildings. Um, My idea on that um, has been someone makes um, a New York map um, because you've got Central yep. Park. Uh, there's an Armour 3 uh, New York map already, so it'd be a starting point for them. Uh, but the hard part would be designing the assets. I don't even know if it's possible to make skyscrapers. So you could condense the map, which may have issues itself. I don't think it'd work for a base building map. I think it'd be more a loot and shoot sort of um, map um, where it's more vertical than it is horizontal. So it's a three-dimensional map where you're you know, going through a lot of buildings and um, stuff like that. Uh, instead of exploring across a massive 225-kilometer square map, this map might only be 20 square kilometers. Uh, but because of the verticality of the buildings, it adds you know, that, that same feel to it that, you know, yeah, you're fighting in three dimensions rather than just in two dimensions. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it seems like it could be possible. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not a modder, so I don't really know. Um, it, it would be cool to see. It'd be great to see. Like, imagine going up to a skyscraper on like a balcony or something, being able to shoot down on the streets, people down below or whatnot. It'd be, it'd be deadly. Something, something a bit more interactable, man. Yeah, like imagine if you had that skyscraper. And at any point in the skyscraper, you could smash out a window and yeah. snipe out of it. Like, that, and, and imagine yeah. that. Imagine looking up, like running down the street, looking up at a skyscraper and seeing 30 fucking windows smash. You'd be like, shit, where is this prick? <laughs> Turns out he's on the roof over there. <laughs> Again, we need the hardcore modders who could tell us whether that's even possible. I don't even know if you could do breaking windows in DayZ with the engine. And that's where it comes down, man. I guess that's where this this whole thing started, you know? Like, what engine could you run it in to make these sorts of things happen, man? You know, would you go over to the Unreal Engine? And then what sort of back-end stuff would you need to incorporate and bring out for these things to happen? But then are you over, you know, are you over-complicating, again, what I came back to, essentially a simplistic game? Daisy, when you look at it from the outside, man, when you're first starting, looks terrifying. I know I was very intimidated when I first looked at it, but when you actually start running, you know, running in it, you start to realize it's really not that complicated. Yes, it's got its gun mechanics, bullet mechanics, body armor, 
it's survival mechanics. Yes, it's got all of that sort of stuff. But as an overall thing, it's not that hard to actually learn and play. It just looks hard. The Whereas when thing... you jump into Scum as a fucking, you know, as someone who is very, very, very familiar with DayZ, you jump into Scum, all of a sudden I'm there going, holy shit. <laughs> I stood there I by a fire in, in um, Scum trying to work out how the fuck to cook a piece of meat. Uh, exactly. It, it, it's it, I ended up having man. to watch, um, there's a channel called Raykit, R-A-Y-K-I-T. If you're interested in Scum, I urge you to subscribe uh, to his channel and watch his beginner's um, guides because you think Daisy's got a steep learning curve? Oh, my fucking God. Scum has gone full fucking retard mode. You know what they say from um, Tropic Thunder, never go full retard. They went full retard, mate. It is so fucking immersive. Uh, but, yeah, it's unbelievable what they've done. Um, but the one thing we need to remember, and I think it was that lad said earlier in um, chat, was Bohemia have always used their own assets. Um, you'll very rarely ever see Bohemia use outside assets. They always like to develop their own stuff, hence the infusion engine. Um, so, yeah, I doubt we'll see um, Bohemia using Unreal 4 or anything like that. I mean, let's, honest, let's be honest about Armor 3, man. Even Armor 3 is way more in-depth than DayZ. The fucking key bindings alone. If you have Armor 3, go open Armor 3 and look at the fucking key bindings. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, you know, that even that's that's chaos at times. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I can't help but feel the beauty of DayZ is in a simplicity. Yeah. Even though, like I said, for new players, it looks daunting. It looks scary. It looks very in-depth. And in some regards, it is. But as an overall, if you compare it to even, like I said, you know, even it's... uh. It's sort of sister files with uh, Armor 3. You'll see that it's, it's a fucking Far Cry simpler. And if you go and look at other games that are similar, it, it's, man, scum. Like, it, it's one one-hundredth of what scum is in yeah. terms of simplicity. So, I mean, look at scum, man. Like, you know, if you eat junk food, your character gets fat. If you fucking, you know, you have vitamin A levels and, and B and all these other minerals and vitamin complex systems, like, posh. It's yeah, it's a shit fight. <laughs> Unreal Engine Four is used by Bohemia for Vigor. Well done, Derleth. There we go. There you go. They did there use Unreal Engine. I have not played Vigor yet. I know that they have released it on the Nintendo Switch, which I think is a, a an interesting move to say the least. Mm. A move that I would personally like, as I'm not a console player, but I will play Nintendo Switch. Oh, but oh, that's a console. Yes, I know that. <laughs> I will not play things like PlayStation and Xbox. My PlayStation is a multimedia entertainment system for me. There's nothing wrong with playing on a console. Yeah, no, people there's not. have got to get there's their not. heads and out of their ass. This is what I always say, man. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what, like when people go, come in and say, should I buy DayZ on PS4? I always say, live within your means. It doesn't yes. matter. It doesn't matter yes. if you're a DayZ player on PS4. It doesn't matter if you're a DayZ player on, on PC. If you have DayZ, if you're, scrap fucking DayZ. If you're a gamer, you're fucking one of us, man. We're a fucking gaming family. That's what the term gamer is. Gamer doesn't say that you have to be a PC player, a fucking PlayStation player, an Xbox player. If you're a fucking gamer, you are one of us. End of fucking story. But PC's ha better. Hang shit. <laughs> hang shit. Yeah, no, exactly. No, no, hang shit for the, for the memes, for the shits and the giggles and all the rest of it. But just, yeah, just remember, not everyone's got a couple of thousand dollars spare to go and buy a, a, a good level gaming PC um, when they can go and buy a console for X amount of $100 and get the game and that console's future-proof for, you know, five, six, seven years until they release the next one. So, yeah, 
Just relax, people. Just yep. relax. We're, we're all, we all love out. Daisy. <laughs> we all love our Daisy. Whether you're playing it on console, you're a gamer. Or not. You're a fucking gamer. End exactly. of story. And you know yep. that's why you know I, I actively try and get a lot of the console guys into the Discord, um, just to jump into looking to play. Man, chuck your fucking Xbox tags in there. Chuck your PSNs in there, guys. If you can't join me on Community Weekend, play together, man. We have such a large console family, especially since DayZ has come out on console. And yeah, this, you know, these guys feel left out. They feel like when they come in, they say, first thing they say is, is this PC? doesn't matter. Like, yes, all right, it's PC. Yes, we have community servers. Yes, we have all these extra mods. And I will tell them that it's PC. But if they say, oh, I play on PlayStation, doesn't fucking matter, man. That's fucking awesome. You're playing DayZ? That is brilliant, dude. Jump into my Discord, man, because I've got 30 other fucking guys looking for someone to play with right now. Go play with them, dude. Yeah. Be a part of our family and have a fucking good time, man. Yep. That's what it's about. And it fucking gets lost in translation. It does. It really does. <laughs> and it shouldn't. Anyway. <laughs> now, the next topic. Marks, you've got some explaining to do, sir. Really? <laughs> Mark's like, uh-oh. Rut roll. Oh, this video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This <laughs> title's a bit clickbait, I will admit. But um the very 50 50 uh which i wasn't really i i knew going into it it was going to get hate but um you know i said i'd try it anyway and it, it was i was surprised that it, it was really really very fierce. some people hated it some people loved it some people liked it but preferred daisy and you know it was a good conversation piece it's it it was cool to see people's um opinions on it well and i agree with you and Anarchy's um, yeah. a big fucking name at the moment. But there were a lot of comments that um, didn't agree with you. Oh, yeah. No. And they're allowed to do that. It's everybody's, you know, press opinion. It's, it, it was cool. It was a nice change. Um, but so, what, so what's the TLDR yeah. for those who haven't watched the video? Explain the TLDR of why you think um, Armour 3 Survival Mod is what DayZ should be like. It was just small kind of... Um, small little bits and pieces. Nothing wasn't anything crazy like um in us there was zombies could break down doors and gates they can break down doors and just standard gates as well and i think that's one thing that i know Sumrak mentioned a while ago that he would always like to have in the game i think it's a thing that would be really cool in the game because it makes zombies more of a threat yeah standalone at the moment you just run past a zombie you can zigzag him lock him in the building that's it and this you can't do that because they will just smash the door down um there's smaller little things like um, having the having a radio on you. I know we've mm. talked about the stats, but having a radio on you gives you a kind of a notification when a heli crash is coming in, stuff like that. Gives radios another piece of advantage. I know in this, police zombies um, are stronger because they have cavalry vests and helmets on, so they take more bullets to kill than a standard zombie. Makes them a bit more of a threat. On this server, the north side of the map is all snow, and the south side is standard greenery. So, like, when you go up towards northwest, it's all covered in snow, so you kind of have to be prepared to go in there with warm clothing and stuff. Um, makes it a bit more interesting. It breaks it up. Um, I'm trying to think what were the other ones. It sounds like they've got some cool additions, but th there a lot is of what you're talking cool about, there, yeah. there are mods in DayZ that can do, like the PVZ mod. You can um, install that, and it makes certain infected much stronger. 
Um, like I've got it on my server. Um, and if you see a priest zombie, you fucking run. He is hmm. the most insanely overpowered fucking infected that there is. Um, the military zombies are all stronger. Uh, the police zombies are all stronger. So there's there's mods that can do it, but there are some limitations, and I think that just comes down to the development of DayZ, such as it would be great if you um, if the infected could bash down doors and things like that. Um, yeah, it, it kind of boggles my mind that it's not, and I know it's because they're either limited on you know devs that they have or the engine itself, and you know that's understandable. I I understand, but it's mm. also it's just things like that. It would be really, really cool seeing the official game without having to add mods in so console players could get it as well. You know, everybody across the board could get it. But I'm with, um, Der- I'm with Derlich, Mark. So I just can't see past the clunkiness and poor character animations and movement of Armour 3 in comparison to DayZ. Um, uh, yeah, 100%, because that's the one thing I struggled with as well when I joined in, was the clunk. It, it, it's, it's very, very clunky. It's animations are terrible. Like, it's it's all on the... I think it's on the old engine, right? Wonder before Daisy upgraded, mm. and it's just it it is bad. Like if you had Daisy's animations and all that stuff in on Arma, it would be one of the best games out there. But you know, so. But yeah, yeah, you still got a good like ratio, buddy. You didn't get ratioed on the. Yeah, uh, video. it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad at all. But, uh, so, a lot complain. of the comments weren't um, too. But when I saw it, I was like. Ooh, this is going to be a spicy meatball. I've got to add this to the podcast. Because uh, yeah. I, I went straight to the comments, not going to lie. I wanted to see what other people had been saying about it. But you got some decent views on it, mate. 8,090 views. Yeah, it's not bad at yeah, all. Hell yeah. I'm good. I do wish they would uh, up the zombies, man. i got to admit, like some of the old DayZ mod zombies where they were missing an arm and they... The way they moved, where it was jagged, like, and you know, then, then they yep. start coming at you. And they, they, fuck, they were fast, man. They aggroed you from quite a distance. I wish yeah. we had that movement, you know, that jagged movement, um, you know, not like that fluent, the blood still flowing human movement, but like that half dead, maybe a leg's gone, maybe something's happening and missing an arm. And they just looked, they looked scarier. They looked meaner. Um, whereas the zombies now, they all look the same and they all aggro like this, you know, and mm-hmm. <laughs> they run at you almost fucking like a B grade horror movie of Frankenstein. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, it would be cool, man, to go back to that that mod or at least like just make the zombies, man, look really terrifying. Like sometimes when you do see a zombie in the nighttime or something, they got that, but you're up close, you see their face, you're like, oh my God, that's scary. But then when you bounce back to then, you know, try and whip out a gun or whatever you've got to defend yourself, you see the whole body and everything and you're just like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to see the zombies look a little bit more scary in, uh, in Daisy, you know, maybe mm-hmm. missing an arm and just looking more zombie-like, dude, you know? like, yeah. And that's what makes or breaks a good zombie movie as well, how the zombies look. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was, it, it translates into a game, man. If the zombies don't look convincing, then... They, it, just, they, yeah. it would be cool if they were more of a threat. They're, they're just not really a threat in the game, I think, personally, at the moment. They're just I feel too like they've easy had a bit of a of... buff in more recent times. I feel like they they've have, become a bit yeah. more of a threat with the way that they aggro. Like, I mean, I ran... From I think I think between three towns the other day and still had about three of them on me. Um, and side note, got daisied. I got uh, rubber banded into like a corner or something, and then just got trapped uh, in the huddle, so I couldn't actually escape from it and just got beat to death. Okay, um, comment comment of the stream so far goes to bully. They don't need to break doors; they just walk straight through them. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. 
Or, or when they, they put you in a corner and you can't get out of it, but they're more than happy to walk straight through you to trap you on the other side of you. Yeah. That sucks when you try to beat them up and, you know, you got three of them in front of you. You're like, yeah, this is easy. And then one of them just disappears just straight through you onto the other side. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, cool. Now I'm fucked. <laughs> I agree with zombie um, Lee's comment, though, uh, Marks. I'd have personally have titled it, Daisy needs these features and this is why. Wouldn't have got as many views. <laughs> Not always about the views at times, though. But yeah. yeah what you needed no. to do, man, was have a thumbnail and have a little red arrow pointing to something and being like, sure, this, this, this crackhead here is like, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's how you get the real bay click. You won't yeah. believe uh, what happens next. Gone sexual. Daisy <laughs> Armour. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Armour's done this and Daisy hasn't. Pointing arrow. Now, this one, I need someone to explain this to me. I do not understand the fucking result of this uh, Twitter poll that Foxy put up. Some things don't change in DayZ. Spend two hours gearing up, get one tap. If anyone thinks the gunplay health system in the game is balanced, is diluted. Love the game, but this is probably the main reason I stopped playing it. Old DayZ was the best for gun, gunplay, in my opinion. What about you? I do not fucking understand how people think gunplay is better in 0.63. Do either of you two think that's the case? And if so, explain it to me. I don't fucking understand this. Honestly, I can't remember Gunplay <clears throat> pre-0.63. I can't remember it. So I didn't even vote because I just don't know. Like, the new, new Day Z's Gunplay isn't the... It, it really isn't that great. You know, the one-taps are really annoying. Um, yeah, but... you got 195 votes on it. And, it, you know, it, that's, that's, that's the key thing, Marks. Back in the um, 0.62 era, um, when you got shot, you more often than not went to uncon status. Mm. And you laid there bleeding, not knowing if, I was, if you're going to survive. And, you know, sometimes you'd hear the footsteps as they ran up on you. And in your mind, you're like, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Fuck, they killed me. But at least it was a, a, a chance that you would survive. All that seems to happen now is shot, 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 dead. Shot dead. Shot, shot, shot dead. That's all that yeah. seems to fucking happen. Now, I know Day Zero have done some amazing work with the system there, but one taps should always happen. You should be rewarded if you're a good enough sniper and you get a headshot that fucking does it. But it just, it seems right now that it is so skewed that, yeah, it's... Um, Phil is saying, I answered Foxy to that tweet, but I can't agree. But one thing I really miss is uncontrollable sway after sprinting. Yeah, see, there were some really good comments on this. That's what I need to um, look at. Um, as Mondian, weapon handling mechanics, positive shock damage, longer unknown, uncon times, less incident, more agony, more thoughtful, positional PvP. Definitely miss all that, but I think middle ground is still possible. The UR death, uh, dead black screen needs to change, in my opinion, without meta. Um, Old DayZ seems to have more style to it. Uh, sure, some of it was janky and awkward as fuck, but the stamina sway system and weapon recall seemed like it would be more fun to me personally, but I never got a chance. See, I think yeah. the new, like I, I personally had a big, big trouble with like the new, um, probably a couple of updates ago now where they, they brought in the holding breath mechanics. They've changed it big time where you're holding breaths and then, you know, you get to a certain point and your character's like... And yeah. then, you know, you yeah. think, and that, that fucking freaks you out yourself because then you're thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, like if I don't take the shot in the next 0 0.02 of a second, I'm going to run out of stamina here. So, you, you, you know, it's not good. But 
the gun sway has gone ridiculous now, man. And I've demonstrated this on stream multiple times where I have been, you know, I've, I've pulled my hands up on stream and been like, check out this fucking gun sway, guys, because this is ridiculous. Because when, look, there's going to be gun sway, you know, if you're not holding your breath and things like that. And if you're a real shooter, man, of course you're going to have, you know, a little bit of like maybe a little bit of shake in it or something. But there's no fucking way your character's, like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And it changes depending on the gun and the scope you've got, I've, I've sort of noticed. But the gun sway is just fucking ridiculous at the moment, man. Um, I know there's a bug, but the, the two-step ADS never really seemed to get fixed properly. Like, when they brought that out and that was bugged, where you'd ADS and you'd bring the gun up and then you'd actually ADS, that really fucked PvP for a long time. But I still feel broken. ADS is not is not fixed. It's still broken. No, it's still broken. I feel Light like you know this is what point. I cop shit from a lot of my Tarkov boys about a lot at the moment, man. And they sit there and they just they just throw shit at me for the PvP system, and I I can't argue with them, man, because yeah, Daisy's Light, PvP Light's is, bringing is up a really good point in my the chat. Um, there was a bug uh, or an unintended feature, I should say, um, in pre point six two, where if you um, pressed back and to the right on um, well, the wazard, so your S and D key, you eliminated completely sway. Um, so you could laser like um, shoot. But it's not so much that it's, yeah, it, it maybe, maybe I just wasn't looking into the full aspects of it, but all I could think of was that it's probably for me more the health system is fucking broken. The health system, you, the, the, the basically, how often, when you, when you guys think about it, how often have you gone uncon? Versus you are dead screen. It's just, there's no comparison. It's nearly always you are dead. It's happened quite a few times where you go on con, but it, 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 most of it is you are dead. But sometimes you do go on con. I've had it a few times. Now, getting shot, you... I, I get uncon probably one in, maybe one in 10, but probably a lot worse than that. I probably, I, I would say that I'm dead most times. I can say in a big giant firefight that we had yesterday, where we were raiding probably one of the biggest biggest clans on the server sort of thing. Um, one of our boys was shot by a blaze, double shot, point blank range, and he was knocked uncon and he, he actually got up from that and killed the guy. Uh, unfortunately, there was a third guy on the roof who killed him, so he, mm. uh, he wasn't able to, to beat that third guy. But um, I can say he was unconned from a double shot from a blaze while he was wearing a play carrier. Daisy and, uh, itself well. is more, um, is kind of broken. Like, if you know anything about um, guns, and the other one that I like to bring up is landmines. Anti-personnel mines are not designed to kill. They're designed to maim. You shouldn't be able to jump over one. Like, you, you should be able to jump over one, but you shouldn't be able to jump over one and have it explode and not do damage to you. That, that's a bit fucking janky. Yeah. That's definitely, a, I think, an unintended uh, feature or a happy coincidence feature of Daisy. <laughs> but, um... Most people, when they're shot, don't die immediately. Now, yes, there's the whole um, argument of, but we're not going to have advanced healthcare um, in in an, in an apocalypse. But the just the playability aspect of it, especially when you are squatted, or even when you're solo, someone gets the drop on you, shoots you. Yeah, you know, at least the option for that person not to just be able to loot a dead corpse, but to do I just kill this motherfucker or do I tie him up? Um, bandage him up and then loot him. You know, at, at least the option, not just the, it's taken out of your hands. You shoot someone, nine out of ten times seems to be the average they're going to die. For me, it's more than that. I can't remember the last time I went uncon uh, from being shot. Um, it's nearly every single time for me. Uh, and even in melee fights, you know, you'll see people boxing on 
and the person dies. It's like what the fuck? It, it's it's so it's so broken to me the the health system. Like Foxy said, he probably worded it a bit wrong. It's more about the health system than the actual gunplay. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think the PV system, like the PVP system, more than anything, is in a very. I mean, the PVE, obviously, as we were just talking about with zombies and shit, there is issues there. But uh, I think you know the PVP system, man, really, really is in a bit of a shambles at the moment, man. And it would be good to see. You know, I, I used to be a, a bit of a hardcore PVPer. I would probably classify my, like classify myself as back in my one SK days. Um, I know our boy Hop is still uh, a, a big PVPer. Um, so it would be interesting to, to grab his uh, opinions on this as well. But yeah, the PVP system's in a real shambles, man. And mm. I think we need to see that fixed now more than ever because, yeah, it's a lot of people come into DayZ for the PVP. I think you're fine. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everything else about DayZ just makes it a happy, happy game. And uh, you have servers out there that are obviously extremely well balanced. And then you have servers out there that do favor PVP. Um, and I think I think DayZ needs a PvP overhaul pretty bloody quickly. Yeah. Um, if they're going to really keep that first-person shooter, you know, we we don't pull a lot of the COD Battlefield sort of guys anyway. Um, some of the V plus plus, um, you know, uh, deathmatch servers might be a bit more up up their speed. Um, otherwise, you know, on the odd occasion when we do pull guys over from that, they're generally coming over from PvP. And to have guys like that come over, or even to have the Tarkov boys, man, come over. And say, what the fuck is this game? Sorry, I'm out. We're losing a bigger, bigger play base, man, where we would really have some great, you know, good skilled PvPers coming over into the DayZ scene. I just um, see um Tarkov and DayZ as two very different games. Daisy um is more open They are very more. different games, but you get the Tarkov guys coming in and, and talking more about the gun mechanics and and the yeah. PvP mechanics of health. And that's where this directly correlates. Are they the same game? Or, you know, can they be compared? Not really, you know, Tarkov versus DayZ is sort of, you know, comparing apples with a banana. But there are many similarities, man. And I think as a first-person shooter game, when you're attacking other players that are first-person shooters as well, we fall behind, man, in that regards. You know, if you're joining in because you're a first-person shooter and you're playing this game and you're like, what the fuck is this? You know, you're going you're gonna to bounce, man. Even even the third-person shooters coming in, uh, you know, are, are laughing at our, our fucking PvP and gun gun systems and you know we're, yeah we, we we need that sort of sorted sooner rather than later whether that's health mixed with other things i don't know personally but uh something's got to change the gunplay itself needs to be done as well as along with the health because there has been many times i've been in a pvp situation and it's the gun mechanics that have gotten me kind of like killed whether it's the ads bug or you know you're in a gunfight and a zombie runs towards you and you're gun goes up in the air like that and you can't shoot because there's zombies standing in front of you and stuff like that is all very you know it all adds up i think it all kind of needs to be just it does man and sometimes when you try and do that dude and rifle butt someone it's not coming through either no even if you are that close and you are getting that obstacle uh obstacle gun pull up yeah it it can be a a, no no and, and yesterday man when i was about to shoot a guy my gun came up and then went back down again and then came up yep now subsequently i lost the gun fight due to other other issues but that initial you know initial pull up man maybe i would have got him maybe not but what i do know is it was a pain in the ass and and you know in a game 
This is what I always say, man, as well, like when we start talking about cross-play, can Daisy PC play with PS4? Now, a lot of games that have done that, the console guys have had some level of aim assist. Mm-hmm. Whether even if it's just a, a yeah. minute amount, they've still got some level of aim assist. When you're playing a game, man, for eight hours and, and you've got all these guns or even very minimal stuff, man, and you've, you've worked fucking hard to get this and you die because of this sort of shit. It's hard not to be disappointed, man. You know, like it's hard not to sit there and go, I've uh, like all that hard work, man, gone because of the game, not because of my skill level, not because I was outplayed, but because of the game. And that comes down to, you know, I know if I was to die, man, due to aim assist from a guy on, on PlayStation or Xbox, dude, and I'd been running around for 12 hours and I got all this nice gear and some guy, you know, maybe, and you never know, obviously, you never know if you're better at skill level than someone else. You don't know if someone's just got the better jump on you. I'm by no means or stretch of the imagination, you know, a, a fucking one of the greatest in the world at anything. But you know, like it, it would be, it would suck if I was killed, man, because of someone's aim assist and not because of their skill level. Mm. So it's, 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 you know, especially with a game where the whole idea is the amount of hours running around and trying to loot up, you know, in death matches, if you have that, all right, you know, you, you all start on the same playing field anyway. You all get in, you're geared, you might die, you'd fucking load back in again. No one's like, you care, but you don't care as well. Um, but, you know, for a game where you are running around for nine hours, if you were taken out that way, it's hard, man. It, it's, it's yeah. you know, it's, it's disappointing. It hurts. The other thing we need to we remember, just... Marks, is um, Dumpgrass mm. said it before about um, modded weapons. Um, yes. You know, well, on that. my server, um, I don't have any modded weapons. I just have vanilla weapons. Um, but a lot of these modded weapons, um, the stats are played with so that they will basically one-tap you um, if it hits you in your little toe. Yeah, and you can't really complain that. Like, if you're getting one-tapped by a 50 cal or whatever it is, um, you can't blame the game. It's not the game's fault. It's, it wasn't designed for having, I don't think, a gun of that high caliber in it. Mm. Um, like, on vanilla, it isn't that bad. Like, you will... Like, I've shot many of people with SKSs or MP5s or whatever in vanilla, and they've knocked out, and they've gotten back up, and you have to kill them again or whatnot. It happens a lot, but in modded, yeah, it's... A lot of one taps, for sure. Yeah, which uh, comes out of that, you know, as well. Like I, mm. I said, man, you know, like the the whole Chaytac and Barrett issues, dude. You know, you see that being abused a lot on some of the bigger servers um, with people. You know, almost the whole servers running around with you know Chaytacs and Barretts, and it, it yeah. is one hit kill. And then you get the guys, man, that just go down to the coast. And like I said, I I don't respect it. I don't like it. I think you're fucking trash if you play this way, but it's your right to play this way. The guys that go down and shoot a freshie man who's wearing nothing more than the fucking literal damaged clothing that they spawned in with, with a can of fucking, maybe a can of sardines or maybe an apple or something. And a guy with a Chaytax there is just absolutely decimating these fucking kids. And it's just like, man, like, it's it's just such a shit. Yeah. I, I don't like it. You know, I think it's a shit way to play the game. But again, it, it's it's their right to play the game if they want. I don't agree with that. I don't like it, but it's their right to play that way. But it makes it very difficult, man, when you're a freshie running around and you're just getting one tap by fucking you're getting one tap by any gun, let alone some prick with a fucking barret or a JTAC sitting there. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. Yeah, make you leave the server. <laughs> make you find a different server. Uh, it's just like uh GG, good on you. You killed me with a fucking JTAC while I had a, a a blue and red hoodie on. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just realized I've got to uh, 
put my um, chat mod back to um, uh, subscriber status so I can use emotes for my messages. So I just did that. Um, okay, so <clears throat> last week, um, and I've been having a message popping up in my chat uh, that instead of donating or subbing to me, I am each month going to highlight a mod that needs some love, folks. This month is Base Building Plus. So for the month of March, I'm encouraging everyone, rather than giving me money, to go over to some of these links here uh, for Base Building Plus. Um, you know, the links are all there in chat. You can see them um, to their uh, mod, their link to their PayPal, and a link to their Patreon, where you can be a subscriber to their Patreon and help support them for as little as $1 per month. Let's have a look, actually. I want to see um, $1.50 Australian per month um, because the Aussie dollar just sucks ass. And they still only have four fucking patrons. These guys making the Base Building Plus mod um, are getting $21 a month in donations. Whereas, and this is not having to go at streamers or anything like that, but you know, even myself, I'm earning more in subscribers than these guys who are doing a hell of a lot more for um, DayZ than I am. Um, are earning. So I think that that is a massive, massive imbalance. Um, and I would really encourage people for $1.50. Can I um, channel some ba bad bunny here? And $1.50. Who doesn't have $1.50? If you're watching me, you can afford $1.50. You guys probably don't know who bad bunny is, but for those who do, um, <laughs> they will understand it. Um, but yeah, please. Jump over there, you know, for as little as $1.50, you can up it as well if you want um, and provide a little bit more to them. Um, but you can also donate directly to their PayPal. Um, just anything you can spare. Um, yeah, it's, yeah it, it's worth it. These guys are doing amazing uh, work um, and anything we can do because, you know, they pay for a lot of models and stuff like that. And even just so that they can buy themselves a fucking beer after a day of sitting at their computer all day, coding and fucking, uh, designing stuff. Yeah. Donation alert sound. <laughs> yeah, let's not. But the reason I bring that up is I had someone reach out to me, um, uh, because we were talking um, last week, Marks, about the difficulty, or was it the week before? I can't remember. I'm old. I forget shit. Who am I? What are we doing? Who are week, you guys? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing on my computer screen? <laughs> um, but um, the difficulty for a lot of people um, is not knowing how to support. You know, nine out of 10 DayZ players probably never even click on the Steam Workshop link other than when the Steam uh, mod, when the mod is broken, and then all they do is they curse the fucking modders and say fix your mod, um, which pisses me off to fucking no end. Um, have you got your hammer handy, um, Thor? It's down in the garage, unfortunately. Oh, I had a request you know, to. I should uh, bring it up. I, I'm hoping they're talking about that hammer and not something else that you might call your hammer, um, but that's between you and the missus. Always missiles. swinging my big hammer around, mate. Don't you? <laughs> but um, Demon Forge. Um, sent me a tool he developed. Now, if someone has can give me an IP and a port for a server, I haven't tested this, um, but if someone could give me an IP and a port for a server with mods on them, I'll type it in and we'll see what comes up. Because he's basically telling me that this is going to give me links to everything. So if someone in chat can uh, post in an IP and a port, um, chance to plug your server, 
I should have had one prepared, but yeah, it's morning for me. I'm still waking up. God damn it, Boydie. What sort of what sort of horse and cart fucking show is this? There we go. That's streamer unfollowed. <laughs> Un- unfollowed, unsubscribed. Yeah, blocked. <laughs> blocked. <laughs> uh... What does it give us? Server not found or offline. Okay, we'll try that. Uh, that's lads one. Okay, maybe the tool is broken. I didn't change IP. You're witnessing a boomer here, folks. What the? What? What? what why is it not working for me? He's DDoSing the server. You didn't change. Don't you love it when something goes to plan? None of them are coming up. Okay, we tried four different ones, um, and they're not working. Um, but you can see there straight away at the top how to support content on this server, and that's something he's added. Oh, here we go, dump grab. What am I doing wrong, mate? Can't hear you, buddy. I, I was going to say, I got some technical difficulties here. Put <laughs> one seven in the port. I got a what? Sorry. Put e seven oh one seven in the port. For the one that you gave me? Yeah. So that's the IP and the port. What is it? 27017. There we go. We got one. Yay. So that's what, what it does when it works. So what was the issue? Um, so how to support content on this server. So there it lists all of the mods. Um, and oh my God, look at how fucking easy that is. Look at that. Awesome, yeah. PayPal links to Jacob Mango, PayPal link to Mass, PayPal link to Handsome Nipple, PayPal link to Degeocom Tech, Demon Forge, Codelock by Room Service, Not a Banana. That was, ab- that, this is an absolutely brilliant uh, mod. Uh, or little uh, query tool that he's created here. That is really, really good. So we we need to get people sharing this. Um, you know, th- this is incumbent on us as content creators to share this sort of information. Um, obviously, we need to uh, make it a bit easier um, for people because um, you know we were entering in what seemed like legitimate information, um, but I don't know why it wasn't working. 
Um, It'd be handy if you could just grab the IP and not the port as well. I think that'd make it a bit easier for people. Yeah, would uh, need would need Demon Forge to explain how it works. Mm. Um, but that is that's brilliant. And there's all your information about the server. So it's a query port you need, not the game port, the query port. Ah, right, okay, this is the query port. <clears throat> Look at that, it tells you everything about it. This is a really cool tool. Makes it hard. There's a lot of servers that could use the same IP but different ports. Well, there you go. Cheers, Gravity. Gross. Gravity would know. He's a good modder. Um, but this is this is awesome that uh, there's something like this out there um, that can let people know. You know, it might even be a link um, that people could post in their um, in their community servers um, as a um, yes, we appreciate donations ourselves. Um, but if you want to help support the amazing mods that we use on this server. Um, here's a link to let me let me just try this. So if I copy that and if I paste that in chat, um, can let's just click on it again. There we go. So that's an easy way for community servers to. You know, that's if they're prepared to, because I know there's some out there who view it as income for themselves, and it's a job, and you do you, but I think this is a great way for community service to make it easy and one place for people to be able to go in and chuck a dollar or two dollars or whatever to their um, favourite um, uh, mods. We need to encourage that. We need to encourage people to support modders. Um, as much as they do the content creators that are out there. Con modders can't get ad revenue like we get from videos and from Twitch and subscribers and stuff like that. Um, they are working really, really hard. So please, if you run a community server or you um, play on a community server, get a copy of this link. Speak to the admins of your community about posting this somewhere in your Discord, somewhere prominent where people can see it so that they can go in and chuck a few dollars here and there to all of these awesome modders that are making um, hacking mod by Demon Forge. You need to explain what that mod is. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in this. Um, so I would love to see this getting out there. Um, and I'm going to be sharing this on Twitter after this as well um, and encouraging people to um, get the he probably needs to change the wording here to query port um, just so that people know so we can um, you think the link is case sensitive the link is case sensitive no worries but yeah I, I think that's an amazing fucking tool um, and something that deserves to be celebrated so uh, makes hacking code locks possible there we go so yeah that's awesome I'm, I'm, I'm a big fucking fan of that what do you guys think of it that's brilliant it's cool yeah yeah very yeah. cool it, uh, it, it's really, uh, <laughs> sorry, boy, don't, don't want to put you down, mate. It's really foolproof. Uh, apart from that query port, <laughs> apart from the query port, man, I mean, it just makes it so much fucking easier, dude, because how many people, you know, that's the world we live in as well, dude. You know, everyone wants everything mm. now. Everyone wants simplicity. Everyone wants yep. just something to fucking click on and be done. Do I want to have to open up Steam, go to workshop, go to fucking DayZ, go to community tools, go to this, go to that, type in oh. something, and then... I, you know, no, I, I don't want to fucking do that. And, you know, like you said, man, we, we do it only when there's an issue. Yeah. Uh, but we should be doing it to go and support. 
the fact that I can pull up a server, man, type in a couple of numbers and boom, I've got little fucking PayPal links there dude, that I could just click on and, and chuck someone a tenner or something. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. How, how, to, win, really how to win on the GGs and feeling generous and you can hook up some people who really fucking deserve it. Because as far as I'm concerned, yeah. in my honest opinion, the modders are the true champions that are saving DayZ. The, the content creators, we're just using their awesome um, tools. Because nearly all content creators are playing on modded servers these days. It just It's just the way it is. Not many are playing on vanilla. Um, so, no, and, and I've said that for a long time, man, that the, the community servers and the community is what's kept DayZ alive. Yep. I think, you know, we went through a real dark period there where everyone was worried that the DayZ officers were actually going to shut when they went down to Skeleton Staff. Mm. Um, and then, you know, we uh, we had a couple of a real, real big name, you know, guys in the streaming world jump on and razz DayZ and all of a sudden DayZ's being reallocated assets from Bohemia. Um, you know, and you have to imagine that was because the big guys got on and then there was a big surge in players. Uh, and they went, oh, shit, this isn't dead yet. But even those big guys, man, were playing on the community-based servers. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer, man, that if it wasn't for the community servers, dude, I don't think DayZ would be a quarter of, you know, what it is yeah. at the moment. Yep. 100% agree. 100% agree. Um, okay. Um, and now, in some exciting news, if you don't want to wait for the podcast to be uploaded, it is now going to be viewable. Um, how long um, after the podcast are you going to be getting your um, edited upload up, uh, Marks? Uh, day after. Day after? So yeah. I'm still going to be uploading it to the Daisy Podcast YouTube channel, but Marks is also going to be uploading it on his because he's got a shit ton more subscribers than I do. And at the end of the day, this podcast is not about me. It's about um, getting this information out that we talk about each week. Um, you know, there's so much um, that happens um in the daisy community that most people just aren't aware of um and the more people getting to um find out stuff through the podcast the better it is for the daisy community as a whole so you have an idea for that i want to uh i'll tell you about off later on roger that beneficial now mod mini spotlight well i'm going to be shining um the mod mini spotlight on base building plus again um because it is my one for this month um it's just it's a it's a fantastic base building uh, mod, um, and they're doing some major overhauls to it, folks. So please check it out. Um, I guarantee you've played on a server which has base building plus. It's brilliant, and Dumpgra is now part of the team as well. Really good little mod. Really good little mod. There you go. There's a nice McMansion for you, Thor. <laughs> fucking little castle right there mate god damn i can feel I wonder, the frame rate already yeah i was gonna say i wonder what my frame rate is <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah see but things like that that looks pretty fucking cool yeah it does yeah i know they have a big update soon as well um well it's in the works it's, it's yeah. not being released soon but and that's the thing about modern servers man that's why i play them i feel like the modern servers dude create a more complete version of daisy yep I feel yeah. like they pick up where Daisy sort of, you know, dropped off or left off. And, uh, you know, they, they really come in with things that just make it more of a well-rounded, more balanced system. I love um, these wheelbarrows, man. I fucking love the wheelbarrows. They're a brilliant fucking little item. So good for when you're base I don't think building. I've ever I don't think I've ever used them. 
Oh, they're fucking awesome. You hold it in your hands and you, you run you run with it. It looks pretty silly. It needs a custom animation done for it. Um, but it can just hold so much stuff. So when you are base building, you can just load it up with fucking planks and um, cement and mortar mix and everything like that. And it's just, it's a great little tool for those who are into base building. Being a streamer, you probably don't base build that much though, um, I'm guessing, Thor. I used to used to base build a fair bit, man, back in the day, back when 1SK actually had uh, their roleplay server. Even though roleplay, very, very loose term there, man. You know what us Aussies are like with our roleplay, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it certainly was no red zone, that's for sure. But um, no, I used to do a fair bit of base building there, dude, and uh, a lot of base raiding. And then mm-hmm. as I sort of progressed, man, I just stopped building bases and just really became more of a base raider and pvp and things and that you know side note man that was back in the day we were playing on the snow maps dude. i think a lot of people are under the impression that the the snow chinaris and all that was uh was a new mod just because you know it was really popular on day one and things like that man but you know snow maps have been around for a very very long time they're not new you know we were playing them 16 17 months ago sort of thing so yeah no that was that was one sk's rp server dude it was actually a lot of a lot of fun man but um hmm. Like a lot of roleplay servers, they all sort of died off, and everyone went back to the PvP chaos on on One SK, which is uh, what what they do best. And yep. um, those who wanted that that light roleplay, as I was just talking about, you know, sort of went to servers like Day One or Karma Crew, where it's interaction focused. But if you KOS, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously for the real super 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 hardcore guys, they are off on the there's a server to cater to everyone's needs right now. No matter how you like to play Daisy, you'll be able to find a server that matches your style. Exactly right, man. Like I said, we are fucking spoiled for choice, man, in the mm-hmm. Daisy world. If, if someone can't find a Daisy server they're looking for, uh, they need to fucking self-reflect on what they're actually truly looking for. Because <laughs> there is something for fucking everyone. Now, for the artist's uh, spotlight this week, I want to shine it on the one, the only match, the better half of Fubar Bundy. Um, he's a piece of shit. Um, match is, I, I love you, Bundy. I love you. You know I love you. But Match is fucking awesome, man. She is the fucking bomb. Um, she does amazing emotes. She did um, uh, these two for me. Um, she did the news one. Um She's done quite a few for me over the time. She is fucking amazing. If you are looking for emotes uh, to get done, I I highly recommend her. She's not the only one. There's plenty of people out there. Again, we're spoiled for choice, um, but she is, and she's just such a lovely person as well. She is a really, really. Um, she she's heavily involved in the Pipsy community here in Australia. Had been since back in the day. Um, I just, I cannot rate her enough. I've met her um, at a PAX Australia. She's just the loveliest fucking person. Um, I'm a huge fan of her. Um, and yeah, if you need some artwork done um, for some um, uh, emotes and stuff like that, please send her a message. Um, she's absolutely brilliant. I, I cannot rate her enough. Um, and she's um, nice and prompt and reasonably priced as well. Um, big fan, big fan. And yeah, I miss that shit cunt as well. Um, I can't wait until uh, uh, Bundy and Match and Alan start putting some more videos out again because they're, they're, the, they're the true kings of Australian DayZ, um, Fubar Bundy um, and the team. There's, just, there's nothing like them. 
Um, they're fucking outstanding. I just wish um, Bundy had always started uh, streaming. Um, but he told me he just never felt the vibe. He much preferred doing it, um, you know, not live and um, not having to worry about chat and all the rest of it. So if that's what works for him, you do you, boo. Um, and the last little category um, is the uh, Daisy Twitter Watch. Again, that was a pretty quiet week from them. There are a few community um, ones they did. Um, oh, sorry, I missed the uh, content creator mini spotlight. Um, what about you, Thor? Let's who who's been impressing you of late? Who's been impressing me of late? Oh, how do you how do you uh, answer that, mate? And I genuinely mean that, man. Um, you know, there there's a lot of a lot of great, great, great people out there at the moment. You know, Daisy's community is absolutely cranking. We've uh, we've got a lot of new guys coming in. Um, you know, I'll always shout out if I know that they're a streamer. Uh, I'll always try and shout them out when they come into the channel. Um, you know, we're all in this together, man, at the end of the day. So that said, dude, I, I think someone who's, who's flown up on my radar and, and has come up real big, mate, would be OG Treats. Yep. Uh, treats spelled T-R-E-E-T-S. And I believe there's OG underscore Treats. Um, I'll just double check that. OG underscore treats, T-R-E-E-T-S, man. He's, uh, he's just boomed on me, mate. Um, really, really interactive dude with his chat. Just fucking killing it, man. Um, just, yeah, absolutely nailing it, dude, you know. But there's, there's so many great streamers, man. So many underrated people, dude, you know. Don Sibley, although should be on everybody's radar, highly underrated, doesn't get enough love, man. He's so yeah. fucking funny. The shit he does in going to sitting on Santa's lap and asking Santa for a fucking yeah. old Atari or something. That was hilarious, man. I lost my shit. Um, you know, dude, uh, um, the Game Stooge is another person with incredible production value, but just, you know, just doesn't seem to be pumping where he should be pumping. Um, you know, man, so many people that pop into my chat, dude, that just, just got to keep grinding. It's about that consistency. It's, it's just so hard to fucking, uh, I see you got, uh, DeBear there just on the left, man. Another great guy. Like, mm -hmm. um, it, it's hard dude, cause I don't want to single anyone out cause they're all fucking great, mate. You know? Um, but I'll be, I'll be doing a run with OG treats, mate, on, on, uh, my Wednesday or our Wednesday and, uh, America's Tuesday. So. I'll be going for a run with OG Treats this week, man. Check it um, out, you know, I run with a lot of boys, dude. You know, I've been doing a lot of base raids lately with uh, Brody Storch and um, GP and uh, a couple other guys. I'm not sure if they're streaming, but, you know, like just, uh, I don't know, man. How do you answer that? You know, there's so many great people that deserve way more love, way more spotlight. And uh, all I can do, man, is shout them out when they get in the channel and hope that uh, some of our family goes and gives them some love because... They absolutely fucking deserve it, man. You know, it's uh, that's a hard one, man. That's a hard one. <laughs> no, I know it is, but it's one of those things. You just got to pick someone. Um, and you picked a few really good names there, names that I've heard as well. Um, and like someone said in chat there before, there is so many people streaming DayZ right now. Like if we go back to um, here, um, wait for it to load up. 
You know, you've got someone in chat at the moment, man. Mr. Utah has just popped in, you know. Yes. I, I think a lot of streamers, we've all gotten behind him and uh, really, really pushed, uh, you know, pushed the the Daisy IRL um, stuff on, on YouTube. I think, you know, one of the things about that is how do you make a zombie movie or, or a series that isn't the same as every other fucking generic zombie movie and series, you know? How do you make it uniquely Daisy without just chucking a fucking Chinaris map in there and being like, look, it's Daisy because we use the Chinaris map that you can buy from the Bohemia Interactive store. Um, and and he's done it. He's done it. From the seconds that fucking, that, you know, you, you get the opening scene. I won't say the opening scene, but there's, there's a couple of key moments in that opening scene with the main character and a bit of a side thing going on. And instant, I looked at it and went, fuck, this is Daisy. And, and it was just that different, man. And, and you know, like I said, to be able to create an IRL series, man, without making a generic, like every other bloody zombie thing out mm -hmm. there to make it distinctly day Z was, uh, it was incredible, man. So, you know, Mr. Utah, again, a guy who's not, um, or guy who's, you know, primarily creating this, this uh, YouTube content as well. Uh, another, another person that I know a lot of us have gotten behind um, so man, we're, we're sport for choice, whether it's in-game stream, YouTube, information, uh, informational YouTube, you know, so like guides, um, or even guys, you know, chugging up on, on Twitter, man, where they're just chugging up a picture saying, this is what seven, six, two rounds does to this wall or this, this body armor, yep. all that sort of stuff. And, um, and then, you know, to now add to it an actual IRL component that is, is not only decent, it's great and distinctly day Z. Um, we're just, we're, we're really fucking, yeah, we're, we're up there, man. Daisy's cranking at the moment. It's brilliant. And, uh, it's just so good, man, to see that. Yeah. The Daisy community is booming in more ways than one. Well, while you're on a roll, mate, is there anything that you want to shine the spotlight on in Daisy right now? Anything at all? Oof. Not really, man. I mean, um, you know, there's a couple of servers that I'm still playing, mate, um, that, you know, always deserve love and, and uh, always deserve respect. But uh, other than that, mate, I don't think there's really too much going on in the DayZ community at the moment. You know, there's a lot of people doing uh, events and things like that around the place. So always check Twitter, guys. I think Twitter's a, Twitter could be a real shit post of a place. But uh, for the most part, you know, the, the Twitter sphere's also got a lot of information there. And if you're really following your favorite DayZ creators, if you're following your your favorite uh, DayZ modders, uh, DayZ servers, a lot of DayZ servers are now pumping more Twitter information as well. Um, long gone are the days of, of, you know, just having to utilize things like TeamSpeak or, or in modern times, Discord. Jump on Twitter, man. People chuck up, you know, nice little in, bits of information there where you can really keep up to date and uh, learn more about, you know, about the people and, and, and the community. Mm -hmm. um, as we'll talk about earlier, you know, I try and, personally post uh, a lot more things, man. And I'm a pretty open book dude. You know, if you've got questions, I'll answer them uh, to the best of my ability. Uh, my credit card number is 77321662. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, tw Twitter, I think, man, is is really the the gaming central dude, whether you're following all these, you know, DayZ or following Bohemia Interactive, following all these things, you can really keep up to speed with what's going on in the world of DayZ. Um, so I don't really have a spotlight per se, man, but, you know, create a, because I know a lot of people do in our family uh, at my end um, don't have Twitter. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're missing out on, uh, on quite a fair bit there. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of servers or people do to also enter competitions on Twitter 
that could really help out the uh, you know the server, the streamer, or even just the DayZ community as a, as a whole, the DayZ family. So I think Twitter man's booming. Um, it's always interesting to see what's going on in the world. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really have a, a spotlight, mate. There's a lot of people out there. Check out the small guys. Check out the big guys. You're going to love what some people do. You're going to hate what others do. But uh, at the end, uh, yeah, there you go, mate. I've been running around with a, a pink fedora as of late. That, that character lived to, I think, six days old. Multiple kills, two bear kills, an absolute mammoth base raid. And on the sixth day, unfortunately, uh, old, old Thor died there. So there you go, mate. I got to get, get a real deal pink fedora. There you go. $19.99, you go. mate. I think I think uh, I think uh, PC Bandit's going to be showing up to PAX with a pink fedora, mate. So you'll probably see me at PAX uh, 2021 with a pink fedora. I'll send you the link but, to it. Um, thanks, mate. Much love. It, it, could be, <laughs> it could be part of your cosplay on channel. You could be like um, Reverend. I'll just I'll just put it on top of my uh, my headset, mate. <laughs> no, man, look, there's, there's a lot of a lot of great things going on in the DayZ world, mate. At the moment, you know, we're spoiled for choice, dude. Even uh, jumping into a server, man, you know, we're talking about beautiful Jill earlier, mate, going down to a fish camp and, and getting some fucking nice food, man, before heading out. Um, that's the world we're in, man. You're spoiled for choice. You you could go and, and do whatever you want in Daisy at the moment. The information that's flowing on, on Twitter and Discord is uh is is great. Just yep. Now's the day. If you if you've ever thought about getting into Daisy, now's the time. Now's the time to get into Daisy. Yeah, exactly. What about yourself, Mark? I dribbled a lot of shit there and fucking no. going around in circles, but. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, Crazer, I have a video to share. Mm -hmm. um, Cairo released another one of his videos earlier on today. It is scripted, so some people might like it, but it's genuinely. I'm not usually the biggest fan of scripted videos, but I don't mind what people do them. They can, you know, knock themselves out while doing it. But this one generally. I really enjoyed it all the way through. It was very, very um, entertaining to watch. It's not the longest video in the world either, which is always better. I'll link it in your chat and I'll link it in mine also. But it, it was really, really a good video. So I have to give that one a shout out. I watched it just before uh, we started Daisy. the show. Kind of got that sweet point number as well, just under uh, 20 minutes, so 17 minutes 48, which is usually enough yeah. to catch most people's attention span. Yeah, it was the video flew by. You didn't realize you were just have to watch nearly a 20-minute video. And just remember, guys, Cairo, we had him on. Um, he does scripted uh, videos. Um, so don't hate on him for fucking doing it because he's just doing a style of video. As much, if not more, work goes into a scripted video. Um, he's honest about it. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's 10 times more work than... A standard video like it's it's so hard to do at times and he seems to be knocking them out of the park at the moment maybe one a week or something like that so yeah and as he said uh zombie lee said there he doesn't always script um no, no. but yeah there's nothing wrong with doing it yeah no it's, it's a good video i would uh, recommend watching it um i pretty much ruined my uh spotlight which was war dogs um little uh booby trapped um mine uh, or grenade in the thing yeah that 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 to me uh my spotlight is probably just gonna be modders in general they're just whenever we think yeah what else are they going to come up with next they come up with something that just blows our fucking mind 
Um, yeah, I want to see more stuff like that. One of the weak points, I, I love bases. I love base building. Um, one of the few streamers who does do it. Um, but um, I want to see more defenses, more stuff that is offline defenses. Um, you know, that's one of the things that Scum has going for it is you can really um, defend your bases on that game. Uh, everything from lock picking, um, anti-lock picking devices and spike traps and um, explosives and oh, so much stuff. And it's great to I'd see to some see of that stuff finally coming into DayZ. I'd love to see a complete overhaul, man, of um, of the, the base stuff at yes. the moment, dude. Because I, yeah. I really feel, I think it was 1.08, it came out uh, that you could destroy walls and everything. And it came out with the DayZ expansion every, uh, as well. And I think a lot of the modern servers, man, in a hurried rectification of all of a sudden being able to drop these walls, not easily, but especially on the PvP servers where ammo is in an abundance. I feel like um, they went the complete opposite way, man, and and made it, it's, you know, and it's going to sound backwards here in the sense of how easy it was to raid. They really made it a lot more difficult to raid in doing so as well because I feel like a lot of the community servers to try and combat that went too far the other way and then made it too hard to base raid, you know? Like, well, they brought out rules that didn't make sense, whether you were pulling down a base that was built inside out but because it had a flag or it had you know, things around it, you, you weren't allowed to do it and you could only base raid with C4 or, um, you know, an RPG or something and you needed 100, you know, like you needed 100 HE grenades just to get in or yeah, you needed like 10 C4s. They just really went the other way. And what I miss about base raiding, man, was the fact that, you know, you had to stand there with a sledgehammer at about 15 minutes for wire, the outer walling, and then the actual frame. So yep. you had about 45 minutes of, of hitting a wall. And what you needed to decide as a base raider was, is this worth your time? What are you going to get out of it? Is this a bait base? Is there going to be anything in here at all? You really needed to, to toss up that factor. And, and, you know, when you're base raiding over a three-hour period, um, you know, it is exciting for everybody as well because you never know what you're going to get. But it also had that mm. suspense where people were potentially going to come and attack you. And countless times they did, you know, you, and, and that's what I miss about base rating, man, is I feel like they've gone from one end of the spectrum right over to the other side. And we still haven't found that happy middle. And I'd really like to see those old school base rating techniques brought back. Um, you know, that's why I stopped base rating on my channel, man, for quite a while. I'm only just starting to base rate again um, because it is a mix of tools and guns. And I'm playing on servers that have, you know, quite, uh, quite a balanced amount of ammo and everything. So it's not ridiculous. Um, and, you know, it's still taking a good couple of hours to get into a base or, or at least a good hour minimum. Brady's saying in my chat, it takes 20 side, minutes but... to take a wall down, but they can build a wall in 60 seconds. Um, it depends on the server. Like on my server, if you were able to build a wall in fucking 60 seconds, um, I'd want to know what hacks you're using to spawn shit in. But when you're talking about a server with a trader where you can just um, you know, go do a loot run of the Northwest Airfield, get a dozen guns, take them, sell them, buy uh, boxes of nails and everything to build a base, yeah, for sure. Um, but it's all about uh, the balance for the server. But as it is, I agree, base building sucks in DayZ. Um, and base raiding It would just be nice um, to see a bit well. more of a balanced system again, man. Because I do yeah. miss base raiding. Base raiding's always been very popular. Um, with us and you know I, I, I really enjoyed base rating as well as a player you know I like looking at a base looking for the weaknesses of the base exploiting those weaknesses like let's say they built a, a wall backwards or they've left a gap 
that's big enough to crawl through. Like I miss looking for those weaknesses and then utilizing those to our advantage, getting in, pulling down the wall or having mm -hmm. to just, yeah, flat out stand there and, uh, and hit a wall man for 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I, I do miss, uh, you know, I, I do miss that, that side of base rating and, uh, even base building, man, when you're building a base, you have to go over the entire base and look and go, have I made this at least a pain in the ass for someone to, you know, get through the 10th wall and be like, fuck, I'm out of materials or I'm, I'm just, I'm done. I've been here for, you know, umpteen hours and I can't get in, I'm out. And then, yeah. you know, you get back in and rebuild. Um, yeah, really, uh, really, really sort of miss seeing all that, man. And um, I'd like to see the, uh, a more balanced system return to DayZ, but uh It'll be interesting to see if that happens. All we can do is hope. Well, folks, thank you so, so much for what has been a pretty fucking awesome podcast. Um, bit of drama at the beginning there, um, yeah. um, but I will be coming back to that topic. I'll do that um, as a standalone um, interview with um, Choco. Um, <clears throat> we'll do that offline so we can talk and uh, might just be a... You know, a short little mini spotlight or something like that. Um, but overall, um, I want to thank you both, um, especially you, dude, for uh, getting up bright and early, mate. Um, although if you're up 4.30, this is a late start for you. I was going to say, it's a late start for me at the moment, mate. Now, are you staying streaming afterwards? I will be staying streaming. I'm not sure how my settings are going to go. I'm not sure if OBS is going to like me uh, swapping between the camera feeds just because um, I did have to close everything before to camera feed this. But I will be, uh, if I have to stop my stream, I will be rebooting it up immediately, like, you know, pretty pretty immediately. And, um, you know, it is... Well, we will uh, again, come so over and raid you afterwards, mate. Yeah, yeah. Anyone that wants to join us, man, on, on DayZ PC, feel free to join us. It is community weekend. Every Saturday, Sunday is community weekend. Otherwise, mate, uh, yeah, we're going to be trying to get some base raids in today. So we'll see how we go. And Mark's hang around in Discord. We'll have a chat about this idea of yours as well, mate. Yep. Thank you once again. There's a late no night for you. No problem. What time uh, is it for it's you? It's not too bad. Uh, half 10. Half 10? Not too so bad. It's not, not too, too bad. bad at all. Yeah. But yeah. It was a good episode, folks. Um, it was, you know, yeah. it, it's um, something over the 50 episodes um, that we've had. Um, it seems every week we just seem to outdo each other um, or outdo our previous episodes. And uh, that's one of the things I love about doing this. Um, yeah, um, but it's brilliant. I, I love the podcast. I love the community. Um, and yeah, coming up to 52 um, episodes. Hopefully uh, Brimstone said he was going to try and come back for episode 52 as well. Um, try and get as many of the um, admin team behind the podcast in as well. Um, and yeah, we will try to um, have some giveaways and do something fun, a year of podcast. I didn't think it would last, um, uh, but yeah, we're getting damn fucking close. Yeah, it's crazy. Okie dokie, folks. Thank you so, so much. Say goodbye, everyone. Oh, Let's hang go. about, hang about. I forgot to announce. Um, the last thing I meant to do is announce who our guest is for next week. And our guest next week is X Agony X. Um, another small streamer who's Ooh. going to be coming on to talk about um, Daisy and um, stuff. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, he won and, the uh, the massive PvP competition that was on not that long ago, didn't he? Yeah. He placed first. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to be um, a good little interview as well. You know, we, we do get some big names on here, um, but for me, it's more about getting on... Um, uh, and uh, shameless plug here, but shining the spotlight um, on the smaller names in the community. 
uh, you know, the people who are grinding hard and doing it. So if you haven't, please, I'll spam it in my chat again. That's the Dude Thor's channel. Go over and give him a follow. Chuck him a sub if he's that way inclined. Um, but yeah, all the best, everyone. And we will see you next week for the podcast. Bye for now. Say bye, guys. Much love, guys. See you later. Ciao for now. My heart.